episode of the Premium Pete Show has been brought to you by the good folks at Bevel. That's right. Bevel is taking the grooming industry by storm, Miss Lissa. You know why? Because they got the state-of-the-art grooming equipment, the shaver, the razor, everything. I mean, listen, I love, I love what they're doing. They're in Target. And they're also on getbevel.com forward slash Pete. Head on over there. Get yourself a discount. Get you, who, who don't like some discounts? I don't know who doesn't like discounts. And I don't know who doesn't like Bevel. Because 9 out of 10 barbers choose Bevel when it comes to their blades. Because it's the only system clinically proven to prevent bumps, ingrown hairs, and anything that you don't want on your skin after you take the hair off. Exactly. You want to listen. Whether you're a lady. That's right. Whether you're a man. If you a shimmy, you, exactly. You want to be clean. That's right. And that's the, that's not only from the sneakers to the clothes. That's just from the face to, to the shots. <laughs> Maybe even your feet. If you got hairy feet, I know Bevel's going to take care of that. Stay clean. Stay groomed. Go to getbevel.com dot slash Pete. Now let's get to the show. Al, cheer. Come on, everybody, get set, let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Pete Show. If you want the scoop in the low, down low. Listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. Miss Lissa knows. It's the Premium Pete Show. Shorty, I'm here for you anytime you need me. For real, girl, it's me and your world. Believe uh. me, nothing make a man feel better than a woman. Shit. Queen with the crown, that be down for whatever. whatever there are a few things that's forever my lady we can make war or make babies back when i was nothing you had a brother feel like he was something that's why i'm with you to this day boo no fronting even when the skies was great you will rub me on my back and say baby it'll be okay and that's real to a nigga like me baby never ever give my pussy away uh. and keep it tight all right and i'ma walk these doors so we can live in a fat ass crib with thousands of kids word life you don't need no ring to be my wife to take care of me and i'ma make sure we we living in the damn. motherfucking life of luxury. I'm realizing that you didn't have to fuck with me, uh, but you did. Now, now I'm, I'm going, going all out, kid, and, and I got, got mad love, love to give. give. You my nigga. Well, I'm not going to say that, but I'm going to say let's get to the motherfucking <laughs> show. I think that's perfect for our guests, too. Bring them on in. Internet, listen, I'm so happy to um, welcome these two ladies and gentlemen. Lady and gentlemen, not ladies. Two ladies, lady and gentlemen, lady and gentlemen. It's February. Because you lights can't try to play you already. Soon we start the show. Valentine's Day has already passed. (laughs) Valentine's Day has already passed. But more importantly, I've been trying to have him and his wife on. And how how do I make sure I say Gia? Gia. Gia Casey. Yes. DJ Envy. I'm not going to say his governor name. I'll let his wife say that. But more more importantly, I wanted to have you all on because, you know, in in a day where many people don't stay together, um, you know, I'm a I'm a, a divorcee, so to speak. And, uh, you know, now I'm on my way back to another marriage. So, you know, I know how tough it is. And, and I think internets in this world today really need, uh, with the podcast that you're doing, the Casey Crew, is really needed. Mm. And the reason why I say that for is because you may think of it, even Gia, you may think of it as, you know, you're coming and, you know, because, you know, you're just starting with the podcast. Right. And, 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 you know, first of all, you have a good voice for a podcast. Thank you. And, she and, got a good everything for the podcast. Okay, okay, okay. Well, the internets <laughs> aren't seeing image. that. Only on Thank Instagram. <laughs> but here's the thing. You know, what you don't realize is you're talking with your husband, and you don't realize you're actually helping other people. People are getting some info. People are getting, you know, some, some lessons. Truth be told, people look for quotes or lessons to use in their life. Real right. talk. Right. Like, you know, I've had people hit me up over the years and ask me questions about being a single dad, how to deal with uh, being a separated father, how to deal with, you know, uh, uh, taking care of your kid when you're not there all the time. Right. And I try to give the best advice I could give. Right. And I'm just one person. So, you know, truth be told, um, 
you guys having five kids have made yourself professionals. <laughs> Real talk. Absolute professionals. E- even, even if you weren't, you you push your way into being a professional just by right. the experience. Right. Anyway, listen, internet. Welcome, <laughs> Gia, and. Mr. and Mrs. DJ Envy, yes. Mr. Go. and Mrs. Casey. Yeah, yes. all right. Okay, the Casey yes. crew's in the fucking building. Thank yes. you. Thanks for having us, man. We appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. So, so listen, how you like podcasting? Um, I love it. I mean, you know, I we did it because we really felt that we could help people, like you said. I mean, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that are in relationships that, you know, they feel like they have nobody to talk to. And I always say this, I, you know, especially with, you know with our community being hip-hop community or minority community, there's nobody to talk to about certain things, you Mm. know? I always tell, like, you know, there was no guidebook to relationships. Mm. There was no guidebook to how to treat my wife or to how to to talk to to my wife or or to be a parent or to talk about problems in our relationship, you know? Or to be proud of your relationship, mm, to be mm. proud of your wife. Yeah. For women, it's different. You know, it's easy for a woman to boast about her her relationship or about her husband, especially if he's doing something that other females might admire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when a man is treating his wife or his girlfriend the way that she's supposed to be treated, he tends to kind of want to keep it to himself. Mm. He doesn't want to put his wife and kids on social media or call his wife baby or show signs of affection where people have a front seat because that guy is typically kind of looked down on. Mm. So now with what we're doing and what I'm seeing other people starting to do, it's like, you know what? Family and relationships are good now. Right. Mm. Like it's something that you should be proud of. Mm. If you're living right and you're treating your man right, you're treating your woman right, you're taking good care of your kids, it's nice to exemplify that because what we're realizing now is that people are starting to use those relationships that they see as a reference point, and they're implementing those thoughts and those lessons in their relationships. Mm. And then the world starts to become a better place. Of yeah. course. Well, first off, right off the bat, you just met in high school, right? Right. Yes. And I listened to your first episode, and it was a good episode. She would have me dying because you spoke about how you met her at track. Right. And that uh, she had double Ds. Yeah. And you seen, as she was running, all you see was bang, 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 yeah. Yo, absolutely. that shit had... Yeah, it, I, it, was, it was the truth. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, you know, the funny thing about it is, is you know, she had double Ds in high school. Now, Fuck! Her, her breast went down from there, but... <laughs> She, the way you just said that, he was sad. That's why you they, have five kids. They, you have enough to feed five more. <laughs> right. Well, they she decrease had, in size. They, they haven't gone size, down. Right. Well, they decrease Correction. in size. But she had she had double D's okay. in high school, and and that was that's what made me look at her. I'm like, wow. Like you know, she it wasn't my glowing skin. No, it was oh. the double D's in that ass. It was bouncing. <laughs> I was like, I I, I I need to meet her. Yeah. And that's that's what it started. That's what attracted me to her. Yeah. And I like the way you said that uh, you were persistent. Mm-hmm. That she was seeing somebody else, um, some swimmer. I didn't even know you were a swimmer. I was a swimmer, yeah. Trying to be Michael Phelps out I, I was trying. You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that he called you up and was like, yo, um, you got to make a decision. Either it's me or him. Right. right. And you turn around and say that that turned you on, that yes. he made you make an ultimatum. Yes. And you chose him. And now I'm fucking, how many years later? 22. Over 20 years. 22. You're still fucking here. But, but, but <laughs> take us through that, that, that time of you being young. 
being courted like that, also being, you know, told, hey, listen, I really like you mm -hmm. and I want to be with you. Like, how, how was that at that time? For me, because I was actually really into the other dude. What, and what? Yes. We, we don't care about this other dude. No, no, no. I'm just Damn saying. It, keep it a no, no, no. What was his name? What was Let his her name? keep it a beat. His name is Jonathan. Okay. Oh, you remember, yo. And, you're not and, playing. And I remember everybody's name. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't go to our school. He um, went to another Catholic high school okay, near okay. ours. Okay. And he approached me first. And I was the new girl at his school. So... All the guys were trying to talk to me. Talk to Gia. So, talk that Yonsei so, talk. So I had, I had my choice. So I wasn't really trying to get tied down with anyone yes. at the time. And you were young. And I was young. Yeah. I mean, I was only 15 years old. So mm. when book. yeah, when he came, and he, call, he called us both up on three-way. Oh, you were like, mean girl? It was on three-way. And oh, he was shit. like, you need to decide right now. And I got all like tingly inside. Ow. And I was like, oh, he's all manly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I choose you. And then it That's was like done. some say by the like I love that. Yeah. yeah. You gotta shoot your shots. Hey, persistency. Yeah. Hey, listen, he said it, persistency is key, but even more importantly, you know, like when we sit back and think and I say to myself, like, listening to your podcast, getting to know you guys as a family, as a as a relationship, as as parents, you know, you're sitting there talking about it, you're like, yo, um, he, uh, he, we should have another baby. There's times where he said we should have another baby. We'll go over all you know, all the kids, but you said right. we should have another baby. But, you know, some, when I think back to myself or other people, sometimes I think about financial status. Right. Um, that held me back. Even people think about getting married. I know people say, I'm not uh, financial where I want to be, and I'll get married when I, when I get financial. You'll never get there. Because mm -hmm. once you get to a certain bracket, then you, you'll, you'll say, I more. need to go more right. and more, and you'll never be there. So, you know, one thing I liked that I heard when, when, when Envy said, uh, you know, we, we should have another baby. And, and then you're like, yeah, I don't know. And right. then he started arguing with you or something that you were like that you you always needed like too much bells and whistles like or, yeah. or, or you're like well we could think about it maybe we'll talk back in a week and you're like right. why has everything got to be right. uh planned out you know yeah. let's just have a baby another baby now but you know what in, in life we've been really lucky because mm -hmm. that's been our whole life mm -hmm. our like it, it, it has no been well let's plan this out as yo we should have a baby mm. you think so all right let's do it yeah. that's what it's been yeah. Like, we should buy this car. Yeah. Really? That yeah. costs that much? Fuck it, let's do it. Yeah. We should buy this crib. That's how we've always been. We're just been. very impulsive. Who that, but who, okay, so saying that that's, that, that's great that you say that, because saying that, how do you, and you, you know, you've been successful mm -hmm. and, and worked hard for it, mm -hmm. but how do you put a cap on that? Because to be honest with you, I'm... There's I'm, no cap. You're not, cap. No cap. not putting <laughs> no cap. All the kids, no. no cap. No, we, don't, but, but we, don't, no we cap. don't cap anything. But who? But how do you know, like, okay, I'm going to give you an example. You jump first, I look, worry about it later. Okay, okay, What's shit. your sign? Aquarius. Yup, oh. yup, and then the Virgo, Virgo yup, yeah. yup. Yeah. Yeah. We always jump first. You can go hang out with an Aquarius with no money and have the most fun of yes. your fucking life. Like, oh yes. my God, we only had $3. And somehow y'all was in VIP. <laughs> we Y'all had we a bottle. We had gas Y'all done car. met the mayor. Yes. Like, how? But, but you don't understand. You know, <laughs> but you said we met the mayor? <laughs> but, but, you know, but with our relationship, you know, we started from oh, nothing. Nothing, yeah, absolutely. Dirt. absolutely. We, have, we lived in a basement yeah. where, absolutely. I tell a story where I would pee and it's going to be disgusting. Yes, I would pee is. in the sink in the basement because mm -hmm. there was the bathroom was upstairs, mm -hmm. and I didn't want to go upstairs in the bathroom, so I would just I pee in the sink. I never heard that story. Yeah, lazy okay. ass. You used to pee in our sink. Yeah. Pee in the sink. <laughs> awesome. Yo, it's details. <laughs> I want to piss on you. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what it was. So we, you know, for us, I don't want to say money doesn't mean anything, but it's not everything right. for us. Right. You know what I mean? And the crazy part about it is, and this is going to thank God, but no matter what we do, it's, it seems like it just comes. Yeah. So we just live life. Like, we don't live our life based on money. We don't live yeah. a life based on anything. We get what we want. We, 
you know, we get our kids what they want mm-hmm. and we just stay together as a family. So we just jump. Yeah, you know, the only thing that scares me about, like, with money sometimes, and especially, like, you know, I'm in Jersey now, too, um, and it's a different life for these kids. And it's funny, because I tell people this all the time. We try to give our kids a life that we never had. We try to give them everything that we didn't have. Right. And then in the interim, we wind up spoiling them. You know, Mm. you know, it's, it's... It's true. It's true what we do. You know, like even I look at my daughter, she's seven she's gonna be seventeen. And man, it's a fucking roller coaster. I know you're at fourteen year old this. Yeah, she's fifteen. She's okay. fifteen. Okay, okay. Fifteen and thirteen. I mean I see it's maybe it's a little tougher when you're you haven't been there all the I mean, I'm there. I mean I'm totally in her life, but you're not fully there. You don't live there. I don't live there. And that has hurt me a lot, I feel like. As I like like be honest with you, growing up and, and I used to give so much advice to uh, a lot of single fathers. Right. And now I'm like, damn man, I think I need advice because Envy, this teenage, no, no, this teenage shit is tough, mm. you know. And seventeen-year-old um, girl or boy? Girl, girl, girl. She's about to be seventeen, and she's and, beautiful. So she's yeah. out here riding around getting it. Okay, you know, just, just, you know, you know <laughs> Maybe what? Maybe not getting you know it. What? Well, get, no, 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 definitely. No, not okay, it. <laughs> let's just, just be clear. <laughs> no, I mean, like when you pop it, like you <laughs> right now, girl. I'm gonna meet you at the mall. Actually, my father got sneakers for us. Like <laughs> riding around getting it. Right, I, actually, actually, you gotta be clear. You know what I mean? I want to say something funny. A sweet sixteen when it was a sweet sixteen. Uh, uh, Shasta Young Sav uh, I mean, he, we made a video uh, for her with a bunch of people shouting her out and Rick Ross was one of them yo Rick Ross has no filter yo, he, in the video it's like yo I want to give a, a big shout out to Skywalker happy sweet 16 boss up keep on making that money baby and I'm like making that money fuck is she she's in school what the <laughs> right, 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 right. fuck is she doing you know uh-huh. but, but you know um, it's just it's just tough but you know more so I want to say I want to talk I want to go right into kids about when we talk to them about having sex. Mm-hmm. And I always mm-hmm. say, you know, and it's funny because I heard, I, heard, I heard your podcast where you said that your parents didn't talk to you about sex. Never. Neither did mine. Never. My, you know, and I don't know why because I wish they would have told it's me. It's awkward. Yeah, but, like, but, but at least you give it. on your house. And what age do you start this No, Gia had this conversation two, two years ago. Without kids, two years ago. with both yeah. of the kids, I wasn't there. I, I walked in and walked out. I just couldn't hear that Which conversation. Children, like, how old were they? These my daughter was thirteen and my son was ten. Right, right. our son was ten, 11. 11 years old. Thirteen and eleven. And and she had this conversation. And the reason that we had this conversation, it was a girl in their middle school that was pregnant. Mm. So she wanted to have that conversation and to explain it. And like I said, I never had that conversation with my parents. They didn't teach me about sex. They didn't teach me about anything. So I kind of had to learn from older cousins. Mm-hmm. You know, them telling me that there was two holes in the vagina. <laughs> you know, like, you're like I, you, I really didn't know. Right. I, I honestly didn't know. I, like, I, I tell the story all the time. The first time, I'm sorry, I'm embarrassed you. The, one of the first times Gia had, we had sex and she squirted, I awesome. thought she peed on me. Awesome. And I was mad. <laughs> Right. I was like, I was like, yo, you just peed on yeah, me. Yeah, I, I felt that way when I had that happen, or or the quiff. I was like, what the fuck is that? Like, right. The pussy fart. I was like, you're oh, passing shit. gas in this sexy right. moment. I was like, What's going on? Here? I honestly, you just gotta did, shake it. I, I, right. I just, just didn't know. I honestly didn't know. I had no clue. But no, but it, it was it was very um, contentious at that point because mm. then I got up and he's like. And I'm like, dude, that means you did good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, I was like, you peed on me. You're like, you peed on me. Yeah, and I got up and I left his house. Yeah, she was mad. Yeah, yeah. I left I, his I, house. I could see that. How yeah. old were you guys when you first had sex? Well, we met 
when I was 15, he was 16. And then we waited for our one year anniversary. Aww. So I was 16 and he was 17. What song y'all listening to? Wu Tang? Like, what was going on? <laughs> was it a special night? What was it? Flowers? It was. Yeah, it. it was. He was actually about to leave for college. Mm. So that was kind of like my going away present. Okay. Like, here's something. Where'd you to go to college, Jimmy? I went to Hampton. Okay. University. Right. The first HU. But he made it very, very romantic okay. And, okay. and whatnot. So it was nice. Did it last long? Um, no, not, okay. not long at all. I feel actually. like my first time I was like uh, in and out, I was like, oh shit, that, that was a mistake. Like, let me get another chance at this. Like, <laughs> but you know, for chance. him, he wasn't very experienced yeah, yeah. at that point. Yeah. So yeah. So you guys both lost the V's together? He actually lost his virginity with one girl before me, but he didn't finish. Fuck so that bitch. So I don't know if I don't know if he if you can call it like a complete. Nice. He didn't lose it. You he misplaced it. it. Delete that. He misplaced <laughs> his virginity. <laughs> misplaced. <laughs> you know what? Let's go. Let's let's go back. To, Sorry, Crystal. Uh, let's go back to. Uh, <laughs> wait, you just dropped wait, her name. Wait. You draped her. Did you just drake her? You, be, you better unfollow her Did on Facebook. <laughs> My bad. Yo, thank you. <laughs> yes, Gia. Let's, yes, let's, let's go back to the conversation, if you don't mind sharing with the internet, for other parents or other people who will be parents of that. Like, I'll explain mine. I have explained mine on this show. Uh, but explain that conversation you had with the kids about sex. Just like, because I want to be honest with you, and shouts to DJ Carl Kent. He helped me, um, like, talk to my daughter by, you know, we had a long conversation. And he was explaining to me, like, just be real. I was trying to go around the corner, go underneath, take some shortcuts. He was like, be real like speak about sex and the fact that you know literally that i mean we don't have to say dick goes into a pussy but be very real (laughs) they're actual words like you don't mind sharing the conversation of course not well like rashawn said um a girl at my daughter's school became pregnant and at the same time simultaneously My son came to me with some misinformation. How old was he? Uh, He was 11. Okay. And the misinformation was so all over the place. His friend had discovered a bloody condom Mm. in their basement. And he got a version of how it became that way from his sister. And then all of that. She knows. She's not making up stuff. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) The cactus is bleeding. Right. So she told this little boy who then started communicating all this information to Logan. And he came home so confused about sex toys, dildos, condoms, and why does sex involve blood? What? So... And he asks me, my son and I, my children and I are very, very close. We talk about everything. Everything is completely raw, unadulterated. I tell them the truth. I don't sugarcoat anything. And because of that, we've developed a very serious trust right. where they know if they ask me a question, I'm going to tell them the answer. So he came to me and he's like, what's this all about? And I'm like, Ugh, it's time to have the talk. So I called Madison into the room. I'm like, all right, get popcorn, get some Lay's, get okay, your, get your sodas, one. get mm-hmm, some water, mm-hmm. get some everything. Dip. Let's pile into the bed, <laughs> get your blankets. We're going to talk. So it turned into a two-hour conversation Fuck. where I went from the very beginning, meeting somebody, falling in love with somebody, that being the proper and appropriate time to engage in sex with somebody. I told them, I'd like to preach to you, don't get, don't have sex until you're married, but that's not the most realistic thing in this day and time. So I said, idealistically, that's what you'll do. Mm. But 
it may not happen that way. So as a close second, make sure that when you do engage in that kind of activity, it's with someone that you're in love with, because that's how God made us. That's why women become impregnated and reproduce with someone that they love that should be there to help mm -hmm. her take care of that child throughout their life. That is the ideal, and that's why our bodies are made this way. It may not always happen this way. Was that from a Lady Gaga song? No, it's not. Okay, okay. <laughs> No, no, Gaga song. But I, I have a real question. Mm -hmm. So my daughter, when she was, I want to say six. Mm -hmm. How old is she now? She's seven. Okay. So maybe she, yeah, she was six. Mm -hmm. So her cousin, who's also six, so they were playing in the room. And then my daughter comes to me because I'm trying to build that trust. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But I'm a little stricter than people think. Like, they think I'm silly. Mm -hmm. But I'm really, like, I don't play with her. Like, mm -hmm. when somebody tells them, she's like, oh, mister. Like, they're like oh, oh, because I'm not playing with you. Mm-hmm. So she comes to me and she's like, I don't want to say, she has something to tell you. So then she, the little girl's like, that's my little cousin too. But she's like, uh, yeah, we're moving to LA. She's like, no, that's not what you had to tell her. I'm sorry. I cannot lie to my mother. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, what is it? So she's like, it's something about the SX word. Uh -huh. So now I'm panicking. Mm -hmm. I take them into the room. And I didn't really want to have a crazy conversation with my, my daughter. But the, the little girl was like, my cousin... I don't want to keep calling her that. But mm -hmm. she told my daughter that her 13-year-old cousin told her that sex is good for your body and mm -hmm. sex feels good. I was not ready for a sex conversation. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm asking you, like, how old is too old? Like, oh, she no, was seven. 11 and 13. So I'm just like, yeah. So at seven, I didn't want to go into the in-depth, like, oh, if she's me asking him. questions you at have seven, that then yeah. you have that conversation told, well, she at didn't, seven. Because if not, she's going to get the information from, from someone else. else mm -hmm. And it's going to be the wrong information. Mm -hmm. I told her some yeah, real stuff. Therapist, I told her that sex is not good for your body. Because when I Googled it, it said nothing about good for your body. <laughs> it's not good for your body. And you it could die from sex. That's what right. I told her. I left it at that. <laughs> I didn't lie to her. <laughs> you no, just took the shortcut. I just, yeah, I'm okay. Okay. Girl, ain't no meeting right now. And okay. I feel like when, we'll revisit that later. Mm -hmm. But I was like, it, it made me panic. Don't so, panic. I never panic about anything. It doesn't because you're matter. an Aquarius. Yeah, I don't. I'm an just Aquarius. very calm. You're an Aquarius, and I think about everything and I process everything before I speak about it. Right. You know. So with my kids, we went from there. All the way to when you do fall in love, this is what the act of sex mm. looks like. Right. And then when I walked in, they were talking anal sex, and then I walked, turned back, back around, <laughs> oh, shit. and walked no. out. Look well, what I wrote right went, here. Envy went and got scotch. Look what I wrote right here. <laughs> I'm yes. ill. I'm telling Miss Listen, no. So you guys do that? She doesn't like it. Okay. I don't, I don't, I don't like it. Okay. <laughs> no, no anal for gear. No, we've yo, tried, yo, uh, but let me I'm tell not you. a big fan. Let me tell you, I had a. Uh, I think sex should be mutually enjoyable. Yeah, I don't. They say that women, I mean, don't have that gland. Mm -hmm. We that don't the guys have. have. Mm -hmm. So, it's so the guys they get service. off on that, but the women we don't have it, so it doesn't feel good. Well, you know, even for me, and this is just for me. This is some side note. For me, anal is not necessarily enjoyable. It's more like feeling overpowered. Savagery. Yes, yes, yes. It's oh. like savage. Like, I'm fucking the shit out of you, bitch. Take this shit. Take this dick. Awesome. Take this motherfucker. Yeah. Sorry, baby. So you have those. That's, how you, hey, that's how you stay together. You have to, like, do role play, right? And do these, like, We do, do role play everything. sometimes. Yeah. I need, listen, I fuck with the role play. I fuck with, like, a nurse or fucking, uh, uh, you know, my feeling well. But I'll tell you, I'll tell, I'll tell you one, I'll tell you one you thing. You make me feel there, better. There was this lady, there was this girl that I was messing with back in the day. And uh, we, we we were dating for a while, and I'll never forget. It was, I, that was like one of my first times that I, I was gonna be able to fuck a girl in the ass. And <laughs> yeah, and the crazy shit is this is the crazy shit. So so I couldn't get it in her ass. Mm -hmm. I couldn't. So so 
she, but she was still giving me a chance mm-hmm. to do it. So I was like, yo, I gotta, like, I, I, I don't care what, I gotta make this happen. <laughs> so she had, she had Vaseline in her, right. uh, in, in her uh, uh, medicine cabinet. I don't even know if they call it that these days anymore. They do. But uh, yo, I was taking that shit like a like a cute like a pool stick. I was like, I was like, I'm gonna get in this motherfucker <laughs> regardless. Yo, I could not you ever get, get in. in. Nah, I never got Damn in. So man. I had to let that. It was her I, first time. It was her first time. Yeah. yeah. But she was like a champ. She was like, you keep on trying. And I well, was like, she said you could I keep am. on trying because you didn't get it in. I couldn't get so, it. So yeah, yeah, she was optimistic in the beginning. Yeah. Once she you was... got it in, she'd be like, fuck no. Yeah. 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 yeah get, Stop. Get it out. Get it out. Yeah. But you know what? Um, as we move on, we talk about kids and stuff like that. You know, um, it's I want for me having, and, and you let us know, and you let the internet know, having sex like planned sex, isn't that corny? Isn't that like that takes the the the, the like it pregnant? Does. Okay, I I, think I'm explaining so. to you. Yes. Let me explain a little more so the internet know. My first wife, when we wanted to have a kid, she was like, "All right, uh, let's have sex now." You know, because there was times where she right. would have sex, but it didn't feel like sexy. Like I had to stop everything I'm doing, and it it, it didn't. That was, know. but yeah. you know the crazy thing. That was only for our fifth kid. Okay, really. And it did feel, it did feel a little awkward. Um, you know, this is gonna sound stupid. We have five kids, but we didn't really know how to make a baby probably mm. until the fourth mm. kid. No, I get that. No, we, we knew by the. I didn't third know the recipe kid. until the fourth. No, we like I didn't know that there was a particular time where a woman could get pregnant. We were just fucking. Right. Yeah, man, we fuck. Like, you, you're pregnant. talking about ovulating, right? Yeah, yeah, yes. Who the fuck knows these? I things? didn't know that. We, you know, hey, we, hey, we had sex. Oh, pregnant. Oh, we had sex again. <laughs> pregnant. EPT sex again. How pregnant. many EPT tests did you guys buy throughout the career? Oh my god, throughout yeah, the throughout end- your uh, whole really- probably like. Forty-two. See, we gotta. <laughs> you know, I want to be honest with you. <laughs> they come in, in like three packs. Buy stock in EPT. Whoever that company is, yeah, because, right. that company because many going. of us, yo, I bought so many hoping that it did show positive. And I bought so many hoping that it showed negative. And there's another one. What's EPT? What's the other one called? Uh, uh, pregnancy clear, first. Clear blue easy. Clear blue easy. Yeah. Clear blue or you easy. can hit that nine nine cent store and do no, it like no, the right, right. It's like the drug. It's It'll it's tell you that you're having an alien. Awesome. Hit that store. Hit the variety store in your local neighborhood. So obviously, you know, people out there trying to get pregnant, they'll understand that. But planned sex, sometimes it just feels like it's like you're actually trying to make a baby, not have sex. Yeah, at that point, it just feels like you're doing a job. So get in there, do your job, and then save sexy time for the next night. You You know, know? another thing, too, I think, is for someone who's been together so long, plus five kids, again, we got to keep on mentioning because these are accolades Mm -hmm. when you think about it. (laughs) Thank you. Not most definitely. But, uh, you know, how do you keep... The fire burning, you know, and I will always say this, and I bring this up all the time. My aunt and uncle inspired me as a young age. Used to go out every Friday night, ne- uh, religiously, get dressed up, go out. I think when he came home, he used to have sex with her. Doesn't matter. They always spent that time with each other. And me being a person who was married and divorced, I've learned. I was I was married young, um, and I learned that you know I wasn't mature enough. Neither right. was she. Right. And it didn't last. You know, we had a kid, and that was the best thing that we created. And you know, and, and I'm thankful for that. The kid changed my life. But more importantly, I wasn't ready for marriage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it wasn't like I said, I wasn't mature enough. I look back now, I say to myself, you know, how do people keep the fire burning staying so long? I mean, I think I would agree with you. I think a lot of times you really don't know what love is. Mm-hmm. And I would have to say that with this relationship, I kind of say like Gia molded me to who I was. Mm-hmm. Because I was an asshole. Like, you know, mm-hmm. you, you jump in this industry and you really don't know what to expect. And you get a little name, you start feeling yourself. And and she kind of stayed there and molded me and says, well, I know you have this trait to be a better man, so we're going to do this together. Which most women would have said, like, fuck out of here, I'm out, nigga, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she wasn't like that. And and to keep 
the best thing that ever happened to me was making Gia a part of my life. Mm. You know, at first it was I had two different lives. I had DJ Envy mm. and then Rashawn Casey. Yeah, yeah. And it created a lot of rift because she wasn't part of my life. When I made her part of my life life where we're going out together, we're enjoying each other, not just at home with the kids, but, you know, like, you know, we were in Houston a couple of weeks ago for Super Bowl and Gia was in the dirty strip clubs with me. Yes. <laughs> like, I seen I seen a drunk. I seen a drunk yeah, as a drunk dirty, as a skunk. Like <laughs> dirty strip club. Happy belated birthday, by the way. Oh, thank you very much. But then we were in the bougie spots. Mm-mm, but then mm-mm. we were in, you know, we were at, like I had ten shows in like three days. God so damn. and two broadcasts. So it was moving. Like it was no Del Frisco Ocean yeah, yeah. This was Carl's. Yeah, yeah. This was straight up and down Jack in the Box. Yep, 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 this yep, was straight up and down whatever yep, burger. Yep. And those are the experiences that is 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 fun like you know we go eat a whatever burger take two shots and then we fucking and then get back up and do a live broadcast yeah, i love you guys like sorry i know like no, no but, in that this, order this is how you do it Gia. <laughs> yes but, but that's what it hey, was listen just for our houston folks that what are listening mm-hmm. uh you know is what a burger what a burger what i said okay. whatever burger yeah yeah oh no it's what a burger he, yeah. he yeah. know he a fat nigga he like wait a minute <laughs> uh, rick ross no no i just don't you gotta say it right one thing one thing you know i tell this to Charlemagne too one thing and and this is part of becoming successful is what i see anything that envy says like in the youtube yo, the youtube the comments yo, they have me dying because i I, (laughs) like when he does with with the breakfast club and and when you may tell people uh tell the people uh, what you exactly do right you know now now they try to make a joke of that they try to make a joke of that like 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 a porno store say say if you had a porno star on and they're like uh tell the internet for don't who don't know what exactly what what does a porno star do so they make fun of you, but so you you pronounce it something different in this day and age. Mm-hmm. People they they try to fucking correct you. Right. I mean, if you tweet something that is so positive, but you spelled like a, a little letter wrong, <laughs> yes, people won't say. Or when you're getting at somebody, P, and you're spelling it wrong, that's when they pull in your car. We all caught that, but mm. we what, saw I that. So? Yeah, remember that's what you're talking about. You on the net going after the internet. Oh, who knows? You going know. after them? We saw you. But where were we? Were we talking about? Uh, um, oh, just keeping the spice. And they going to and they're burgers, and you hit them with the burger spot. Keep it right. How do you how do you get it? How, how do you how do you keep it spicy? How well, because but, don't give me, it's so much more in a relationship than sex. But it's a big part. What are you talking no, about? I, no, I realized that as as I got older. Like, I, there's so much more in a relationship than sex. Like, like you said, making her part of your life, her teaching you things. I, I, honestly, listen, I think about it now with my lady and how she's helped me, like, build my credit. Right. Uh, teaching me about be, to becoming, like, a first-time homeowner. Like, things I never did right. before. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yo, this girl really, like, helping me. Like, literally, like, being there and teaching me. So you're right. So there's more things than sex. Sex is an extra thing, and I love it. Of course. I want it all the time. <laughs> But point I'm but trying to make sex is it, fundamental. No, but but how, when I say how do you keep the fire burning is because think about it, it's it's one pussy, and it's one dick for a long time. Right. <laughs> think right. about it, and I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh-huh. I love I love I love my lady, but they always use that that line that says there's no no better pussy than new pussy. Mm-hmm. But that's not that doesn't have to be true. Right. But that's what people say. I feel like that's a part of of marriage. I'm not even gonna lie. I feel like even like your grandparents. If your grandparents been together like 60 years, if you think for one second your grandfather never needed to get checked, please believe your grandmother went through some shit. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a part of the game. Like, Claire Huxtable... They ain't show when she was going through his goddamn, his black book. Because, you know, back in the day, they had no phone. So, <laughs> yeah, but Bill was doing some other things with that book. She had to, no, that was, don't, don't do that. That's, that. Don't do that. Bloopy, bloop. But I think that it's like you have to reinvent the hoo-ha. 
Okay. Do you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, you putting paint on it? What you <laughs> doing? <laughs> there was a time where before I had laser and I'm like completely hairless, but there was a time where I had it cut into the shape of a heart. A heart. Yes, yeah, I, I love it. I love it. Do you know what I mean? But you light skin though. I can't do that. I'm, <laughs> I'm like the black heart. <laughs> black hearts matter. That shit will get raccoon to do that. Throwing the red. It's like you have to do things to keep it young Ow. and fun and interesting. And you kind of have to be down for whatever yeah. as long as it's safe. That's a fact. Do you know what I mean? You have to. Yeah, I, I think for women it's very important to keep yourself up but you, and to always look no, sexy and attractive, dress nice, smell nice, keep your hair done, keep your nails done, put on lipstick if it's just him coming home. Be cute, be attractive because Don't get lazy. Don't, don't get lazy. The whole song about no it. no granny panties, no sweats all the time. If they're gonna be sweats, they should be cute sweats. If they're gonna be pajamas, cute pajamas. Not pajamas from five years ago that got bleach on it or that has milk stains or anything from feeding the kids because that gets monotonous. That gets old. And at the end of the day, we're human beings. Mm. We're human beings. And we're attracted to what looks good, what mm. feels what good, smells what good. smells good. Mm-hmm. That's what we're attracted to. And we can't help that. So if you're a woman or a man and you're not taking care of your body and you're not looking appealing, then it's human nature for the person that you're with to look elsewhere. They may not indulge, indulge but they're probably going to be thinking about that person when they're mm. with you. Mm. You know, so... It's 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 actually our jobs to keep up with ourselves. And not only that, with something that you said earlier that I think you know bothers me that I try to change so much. You know, growing up, you you're so used to hearing what other people say and what your peers say, and you know that was a saying. Oh, ain't, ain't no no better pussy than new pussy. Yeah, yeah, most of Yeah, but people believe that, mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily mm-hmm. true. Exactly, that's right. You know I, I mean, so you. and that's one of the reasons why we wanted to do the podcast is because, you know. People are followers in this world. Mm -hmm. They follow what they see. They follow what their favorite celebrities doing, whether they believe it or not. You know, a kid right now is going to drink scissor because they see their favorite celebrity doing, not knowing that that's, you know, scissor can cause all types of brain damage and you to die. Brain damage, seizures. I mean, look at this. Look at this girl. What'd she say? Fucking catch me outside. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The girl from Doctor Phil. She got three million fucking followers on Instagram, right? But what I'm saying, it's like, it's like, uh, uh, it's hopeless, hopeless fame, right? Hopeless attraction. People look to somebody like, damn, I wish I had three like that. You want to like that? Like the D's nuts guy. But that's that's a problem because there's no positive role models, and the positive role models, in my opinion, don't look like me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, my dad saying, hey, you do this to any other. That, my dad don't look like me. So now you've got somebody like myself that looks like me. Damn, that that's envy. He's from mm-hmm. Queens. He mm-hmm. drives a Rolls Royce and has his jewelry on and he has his fucking wife in the strip club. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. Yeah. And that's what the influence of the whole podcast came yeah. about and why we say, you know, these are the things that we show. So for us, our relationship is dope because, you know, we're in the strip club. My wife is Paying for a lap dance for me, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know I me. Mean? Where she still like we had the strip club the other night. We had the dirty strip club. It's like you want a lot lap dance. I'm like, no, fucking not. You want the dream? You not want the dreams? these bitches. Do you guys <laughs> dabble like, like that though? I was like, no. I can find a cute one. I feel like that's part of some, some fun. Uh, no, we we marriages. Da- when do. you say dabble, like we we pay for a lap dance, but we ain't no, bringing all the bitch in the, the room. Not the stripper. No, but no I'm saying you never. No, not in the whole 22 years. Never. Hey, hey, feel like that would fuck it up. I would never. I can fantasize about it. Okay. I don't know. Maybe he. He's fantasized about it, but I would never introduce that. Into I'm too jealous marriage. to have another bitch in, in, in my mind. Even a, a female? You're right, because you're the three-way call. <laughs> with my wife. You're not playing. With my wife, not. You know what <laughs> Wait, I'm saying? Wait, you'd be, you'd be jealous if we had saying. another female? 
You, said, you heard what he said, yeah, Tina? Absolutely. Cake. See, you, you, this is what you got to think. Explain. We haven't like, had this conversation. You are my wife. Like, if, if if you was just a bitch I was fucking and it was another bitch, then y'all just bitches I'm fucking. But Who you cares? are my wife. <laughs> okay. Like, like, this bitch might turn you out and fucking she like, ooh. Fuck you mean like and be who? But it's exactly. not cheating because she's a female. Nah, fuck that. It ain't that. cheating if you're eating. Nah, fuck that. Nope, nope, nope. Did you wouldn't have it. So even if I came to you and I was like, you know what? I think that we should, you know, turn it up a level and try something new. First of all, I would think it's a set it up. A set up. Yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> Definitely a set up. No okie dokes here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh-huh. and, and second of all, fuck no, no. Mm-mm. I'm good. Okay. You know, I... I but I, you thought about it. You just ruined a little no, thought. No, just... No, just... I think it's okay to fantasize about whatever because, again, we're human beings, you know? And when people, and you asked another, you know, how do you keep it going? Like, we're honest. We're honest about things. Once you start lying and trying to be someone you're not because you think that the person that you're with wants you to be that person, things start getting lost in translation. You don't know who you're really with. Like, no, I'm going to tell you what turns me on. You tell me what turns you Don't worry about my feelings getting hurt because I've already trained myself to not have feelings when it comes to things like that. Like, I'm not going to feel anything. You tell me the truth. I'm going to be honest with you, and then we're going to make our relationship better now, based this took on time. those truths. This took time. Of course, of course. Right. Like, like, I don't know, but there's like, nobody like said, to tell you these things. Right, like you said, you, know what I mean? you heard our podcast, like, what hurt my heart? Was when she told me she faked orgasms. Mm-hmm. How dare you? Keith? That shit fucked me up. <laughs> like, because you think him. you think you putting it down, and then she comes like, "Nigga, I was faking." I, was like, <laughs> I didn't say it like that. I was like, "How many Those, times?" That was not my you. vocabulary. I was like, "How many times?" She's like, "All of them." But she's like, "You like that time not that I had them. you climbing the wall?" <laughs> yeah, 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 that time too. All, all of them. What yeah. the fuck? But that's how it makes you feel. You're yeah, like, yeah, what yeah. The fu-? So now it, it makes you overly yeah. sensitive. Now envy so at the gym lifting weights. So what? Yeah, exactly. So when she come now, you be like. Did that real? Did you real come? You, real yeah, yeah. you checking it, huh? Make sure you ain't peeing on a nigga. Exactly. Hold on. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But no, know. but I swear, every time after that that I actually did have an orgasm, he looked at me with an attitude. Yeah. Like there was an attitude <laughs> at the end. Like he laid next to me. And I was like, oh my gosh, you were so good. He was like, yeah, whatever. You know, because <laughs> you know, he didn't know whether, yeah, I was whether it was real or, or fake. Well, yeah. Being that you say that, you know, it, it, it brings me to say this, you know. In relationships, even my relationships now, we all through as men or women go through them. You get into arguments and you fight, and sometimes you stay in that doghouse for a couple of days, sometimes for a couple of hours. I think the reason why I got—I mean, there's a couple of reasons. The reason why I got divorced when I was young was because when we fought, it really stuck. We were, there were times where it was like two weeks we didn't talk to each other. Mm. No, we weren't both mature enough to fucking figure it out. Now, even with my lady, now we got a kid. You know, we got we we, we got things to, we got things to talk about. We may be mad at each other, but we need to talk. Right. What car are you taking this morning? Where's the garage? <laughs> right. We gotta figure the fucking shit the fuck right. out. Okay. But what I'm saying is, even then, like you know, sometimes she holds on to things. You know, it, it's 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 tough. It's tough when you argue with your lady, learning how to let things go, and still bringing things up. I I get that a lot. Ours is pretty easy. I mean, the, the 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 longest we've ever gone without speaking or being mad, I would say, is probably the next day. Like, we don't really let things affect us yeah, in, in that situation. You know what I mean? And you know, it's that's all it's pretty much been. You know, and and it's usually. You know, us bringing up the conversation, having the conversation, which sometimes is an eight-hour conversation, which I fucking just want to just kill me. But <laughs> after that eight hours is gone and we, and we, we finish talking about it, things are back to normal. I'm yeah. back to being Pookie. She's back to being baby. And we good. Well, okay, first of Pookie, all. Pookie, did what? you always know that baby was going to be, like, at this level? 
that baby was going to be at this level. Who's Pook? Who's baby? Oh, he's Pook. Okay. What is, wait, 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 first of all, what does Pook mean? What is that? Oh, no, I never... Um, when we were younger, I never really looked too much into the future. Right. Or I didn't worry about if whether his aspirations were going to come to fruition or not. We just kind of lived one day after the next. And mm, as mm. things built, they just built. There was no expectation right. for me. Because, I mean, what he does, it's like... One in twenty million. It's right. very well, difficult. Yeah, there's yeah. only there's only two major urban stations. In well, the longevity area. wise too. Longevity wise too. People don't do it that long. And there's only but so yeah. many slots. Yeah. Right. There's only a handful of slots on those two stations. Yeah. And then for that. For his show to get syndicated yeah, yeah. and be in and 80 weekends, different markets, yeah. right. I could have never foresaw that. Mm-hmm. You know, I could never say he's going to make it one day and he's going to buy me a big house. I, it, there was no way yeah. to tell. He could have not made it on any radio station and just DJing clubs yeah. on the weekends. Well, and right. also, and that too, been our also life. too, I want to you know? give an example of what people think. Um, me and my daughter were at the nail salon. Her friend and her mother were there, and her mother was talking to me, and she was talking about her son. Son's 19 years old. And uh, I said, how's he doing? He's a good kid. Yeah, he's a DJ, but he's got to realize it's not a real job. You know, he needs to get a real job. And, and I was like, I have friends that make millions of dollars at the DJs. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's like, really? Is that possible? You got in a conversation? You extra. No, we you. were talking with each other. Oh. But, but what I'm saying is, you know, it's like people, it's like almost like I'm sure your parents are like, really, you want to be a DJ? Yeah, you know? I mean, you know, that that was part of the reason why I think Guy and I got even so close and, and Guy's mother is when I graduated out of Hampton, you got to think, my parents put me through Hampton University. Yeah. They paid for half, I paid for half. And when I graduated, I looked at them and I'm like, all right, I'm going to be a DJ. What was your major? Uh, marketing. Okay. So they looked at me They're like, like what the crazy. fuck are you doing? Yeah, they was like, no, we need you to get a hat, get some health insurance, and go get a job. <laughs> and get I, behind a fucking desk. That's what they thought. And I was like, no, nah, I want to be a DJ. So they didn't necessarily support it. And then when they started seeing the money coming yeah. in, that's when everybody started to change. But with, with anything else, I mean, you could be whatever you want in life, but you got to put the work in. I still work like I'm 18 years old. Yeah, yeah. That's I still grind out like like I have nothing. And I will continue because I really enjoy it. You know, people just see it now because of social media. But, you know, I bought my first Bentley at, what, 21? 22 yeah. years old. Yeah. 22 years you old. You know, that's one Bentley. thing I will say. You, you, you always found a way, even before Breakfast Club, you mm-hmm. know, and, uh, you know, I met you many years ago, you know, and, and, and you always found a way to make fucking money. Mm-hmm. Even like, you know, <laughs> I swear to God, like, I remember. That's one thing he's always Yeah, you always doing. found a way. Like, what did you have that company? Was it Block Entity? Block Gang, yeah. Block Gang? Yeah, Block I remember you were fucking taking a. Well, uh, the baby blocks. Yeah, you know, you were in a magazine that you had. In front of like a Lambo or something, like one of your Lambos. It was a uh, Dub magazine, yeah, and then the Source magazine, yeah. Some <laughs> shit, but you always find a way to make fucking money. <laughs> you always find a way to make fucking money, and it's that and that and that I applaud you about because that takes a hustle, it takes a grind, and you made it in a time where it wasn't as easy. Still not easy, you know. But how does that feel as as a son to be able? I'm sure you've done. Your father was a cop, right? I'm yeah. Sure you, Police retirement. Officer. I'm sure he lives okay. But I'm sure you've been able to do some things for him that he he's not able to do. You yeah. know, like how does that feel? I mean, you know what? It, it feels it feels great, and not only for my mother and my father, it feels great for my son. And I'm explain why. You know, like I said, you know, my dad and my mom. My mom worked for Guardian Life Insurance. My dad was a police officer, retired after 30 years of of service. But that was big but it was nothing to me and the reason I say it was nothing to me is because I wasn't taught how to invest I wasn't taught how to own my own I was taught how to work for 30 years retire and live off your retirement and live regular so secure yeah right my and, and where I live now these parents are teaching their kids how to invest mm. invest in stocks invest mm. in real estate mm. invest in tech invest in this 
And I had to figure that out on my own. You know, I had to figure out, you know, I've owned a car wash. I've owned a sneaker store. I own a juice bar. You know, I own part of a soda company. You know, me and my wife own so many different things that we just try. And the dope thing about it is our kids learn. You know, I got a a 13-year-old son that makes money off of playing Madden. Mm, you know, mm, he, mm. He, he wins Madden, wins coins, and then sells coins to grown-ass adults mm. for cash. Mm. Hustler. And it got PayPal. to the point It got to the point where he was using my PayPal, and I was getting four or $500 a week in my PayPal. So I'm like, no, I'm like, yo, no, you're going to have to show me what you're doing. To me, it looks <laughs> like you're selling drugs. <laughs> and he showed me what he yeah, was doing, yeah. and I was like, he's learning that because he's watching his mom and dad. Right. Sure, sure. And, you know, you said something before about kids being spoiled. Yeah. Spoiled doesn't mean that you give a kid everything mm. that they want. Mm. Spoiled means you give them everything that they want, and they don't value it because it came mm. so easy, because they didn't have to work for it. Mm. And because of that, they expect more and more and more, and that builds a sense of entitlement. Sure. Sure, sure. That's what spoiled is. With our kids, they're the least spoiled kids on the planet. Which is surprising. They, yes, it's very surprising. They have a lot. Sure, they have, but, sure they have a lot, yeah. But they know what it is to work for it. They mm-hmm. know what it is to earn it. You have to have good behavior. Mm-hmm. You have to have good grades. You have to have manners. You have to do a series of things well, that in comes order with a good parenting to structure. get, yeah. but you have to teach them yeah, those things. Definitely. My kids can't just come to me and ask me for something. Because yeah. the first thing I'm going to say is, okay, well, what did you do to deserve it? My son yeah. wanted one thing for Christmas. Wow. And that's crazy because he's 13. He could have whatever he wants. He's like, Dad, I just want a pair of Yeezys. Yeah, right. That's yeah. all he wants. That's literally he's, all he wants. a little high That and to go to a football game. And go to a football game. Oh, he yeah, wants nice, to go to a football game. And the only game. reason he wanted Yeezys is because he seen me wear He's like, yeah. Dad, I just want the sneakers you wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just want to go to a Giants game. You know, yeah. And we missed the Giants game because the flight got delayed. It was in, in, in uh, Green Bay. And oh, okay. We missed the game, so he was sick. So I had to. And this is part of what we do as a kid. So we missed the game. I mean, and we were so sick because... We dressed crazy. We had long johns, uh, extra long yeah. johns, sweatsuits. Rambo is jeans, crazy. The little everything. mask, like the ski mask. So the flight got canceled. So I went back to the house. I turned the air conditioner on in the basement, opened up all the windows, and I made our basement like Lambeau Field. Like freezing. But he enjoyed that so much more because he got time to spend with his pops. He don't sure. care about sneakers. He don't care about clothes. My son will wear the same swish swish pants every day. He don't give a fuck about none of that, which is dope to me because as a kid, I wanted the new Jays. Yeah. I, I yeah, wanted yeah, to sure, do this. Sure. He wanted everything. I wanted when everything. I was a kid, kid, I wanted everything. Sure. He told me he would never buy it. My, my son said, Dad... I was uh, we were driving in a Ferrari, and I was like, uh, I was pulling up to the crib. He's like, I would never drive a Ferrari. I would never want a Ferrari. I'm like, why not? He was like, it's too much money. I just want a Jeep. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, what? I'm like, you're not my son. Yeah, get out. I was like, get yeah. out. He's like, that's just me, Dad. I don't want that. I'm like, I'm yeah, like, they're like, very like low key, and it's funny because when my daughter. My first daughter, when she was young, I was she was like my little doll. I would buy her Gucci bags and Louis Vuitton really? bags. And then as she started getting bigger, she's like, I don't want this. Right. And I'm like, why not? She's like, because then I have to carry it. And that's what I have pockets for. And I was like, where'd I get that's you? That's crazy. First like, off- where, like, where'd you come from? Mm-hmm. And then just last year, she She's getting a little bit older. Mm. She's like, you know, Mom, I think I'd like to have a Louis Vuitton bag. Mm. So I said, all right, well, if you want one on our nanny's day off, you have to work. You mm. have to get up. You have to help me with the baby. Babies, get, help me give them their baths. Help me make the breakfast. You have to work for it. I'm like, then when you pull together about $1,300, I'll put in the other 1300 and then you can get your bag. Wait a so, minute. 
didn't she borrow the money from the son? You said that. Oh, yes. Don't yes, yes, yes. Well, work. that was that was her first thing. She was like, all right, well, if I borrow some from Logan because he was making so much money with his business, I can get it extortion. ahead of time. Young and entrepreneurs. Then I, then I can pay back Logan with the money <laughs> that I make. So it was a whole thing. She know. They learning. So yeah, she, they learn. she earned her $1,300. I mean, I was paying her a premium, I have to say. I was paying her probably $200 a day for Not her help. lady. No, I mean, you know, I, I, you know it was more about the look, lesson. Yeah, yeah. Don't get it twisted. It's yeah. three kids, so it ain't that easy. It's three baby. Remember, we got a three-year-old, a two-year-old, and a five-month-old. And then the 13-year-old and the 15-year-old. Baby, we say we done now. But well, you never we know told what you were impulsive, though. It might be a drunk, <laughs> so yeah, I but, don't know. It might be a drunk night. And they, yeah, but envy, em, if Envy talks a certain way, that's it. He'll say, we're going to have a fucking baby now. Yo, actually, before we, let's take a break. But before we take a break, we'll come back with the Casey crew, Gia and uh, uh, DJ Envy. I'm not saying Rashawn, Casey. Okay. <laughs> Leave that to me. Who the fuck is your photographer? Okay, what pictures? Okay, you, you talking about like? Let me f- tell you something. Okay, I'm a family guy. Okay, I'm a, I'm, I love being a father. I love being. I I, I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I preach this whole presence over presence and being there. You know, where presence is more valuable than giving gifts. That picture you have. First of all, the the, the Versace picture is crazy. But the oh, picture you have of all it. the kids and the little fucking baby in the corner. <laughs> Who's your photographer? Do you want to shout them out? Well, those are professional pictures. So our photographer has been our longtime photographer. Her name is Linda Marie. And on Instagram, she's images underscore by underscore Linda underscore Marie. Oh, my God. So many underscores. Yes. She's trying to get a date. Nobody's remembering that. Images by Linda Marie. And what I love about her is that she's so patient. Yeah. Because she knows if she gets the perfect photo for me, I'm going to buy everything let me tell you something so, some <laughs> so of the, she will take eight hours to take our family photo some of the best photos i ever seen oh thank they you they be battling fab's family but anyway listen, well, those, we but, see but y'all those, but those photos like the vacation photos they their battling. family photos that's just somebody probably passing oh. by that i hand and people and like, like hold you, up people are like you travel with see, your like, photographer no, no. i'm like you think i i flew my photographer to the maldives y'all so i can might. have some cute no, hold on, instagram hold on. Now, 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 this is our son that just called right now logan yeah. What did what what did you just say? I got a B on my Spanish test. He got a B on his Spanish yeah, test. Congratulations, Logan. Logan. We're doing a podcast. They said congratulations. Listen, Logan, I spoke to Hello, Pops. He's, he's gonna buy you a new pair of Yeezys just because of that, okay? The new Yeezys that are coming out. You heard him? He said I'm gonna buy you a new pair of Yeezys because you got a B. Exactly. Do that. I worked so hard for this test. Aww. <laughs> All right, boy, boy. I'll call you later. Um, that's so that's a, sweet. I need a hey, son. You know what? You know what I like about that because you, you you made yourself successful. You made yourself wealthy as a family. And then you know some people may listen and say, "Ah, their fucking kids are probably spoiled." And then you explain how they're not. Yeah. And then you just got proof of how because God somebody, is working. Yeah. Hey, listen, God. Like, hold is on, working. Logan. Do yeah, a little yeah, phone yeah. and friend, please. Right, right, right. But you, you know, know what? But, let's let's take a quick okay, break. Take a break. Again, what were you I was going to say that the, the thing with him is is he has a hard time with Spanish. Mm. It went like real difficult. Like and it's crazy because Gia has a little Puerto Rican in our nanny Spanish. He just don't get Spanish. I couldn't get Spanish, so he really goes extra hard to study. For Spanish, like we make cue cards, we make index cards, we yeah. do everything we possibly can. We watch Dora the Explorer, <laughs> anything we can. <laughs> swiper, no swiper. So for him to get a B, he's ecstatic. Like yeah, that, yeah. I mean, he calls me at 9.30 night. Dad, I got a B. I you think know? he said B plus. That yeah. means he checked it online. That, that means that they're probably posting the grade right. at a particular time. So, and well, I'll tell, you, I'll tell you one thing. Your son will learn Spanish if he starts messing with these Spanish girls these days because they... 
Once you mess with a Spanish girl, I feel you could learn some Spanish, even if it's iPoppy. Exactly. <laughs> but anyway, internet, listen, you listen to the Premium P Show with Miss Listen Knows. The Casey crew is here. Ow. We're talking love, life, relationships, just real life shit, parenting, and, and also the ups and downs and struggles. We'll be right back. Don't go nowhere. Cheer. Internet, you already know this episode is brought to you by the good folks at Bevel. Go to getbevel.com forward slash Pete. Get yourself some discounts. See what they got going on over there. Listen, Nas already told you. It's a major key. Because his signature fade is with the bevel blade. Yes, it is. And I tell you, I just love overall bevel, what they have done for the podcasting world. Mm-hmm. But more importantly, what they have done as a business. I mean, like I said, they're on the, sh- the shelves of Target. Every time I see them on the shelves of Target, I always see only like one or two left, whether a grooming product, a razor, a brush, a cream. So, you know, listen, bevel is doing their thing. So head on over to getbevel.com, full slash Pete. Check out what they got going on. Check out what they have to offer. And also get yourself a discount while you're at it. Ow. Now listen, let's get back to the show. Cheer. You know what? Being being a parent to a teenage uh, daughter is like trying to nail Jello to the wall. Mm-hmm. Ain't happening. That's but a it's a beautiful one. fucking thing. Now, that's, a, that's a tough one because I feel like, you know, I... Luckily, we haven't gone through that with our kids because I'm the, like you said, I'm the cool dad. I'm yeah, the young yeah, dad. Yeah, most definitely. I'm the dad that's going to curse. I'm, I'm going to, you know, I, I take my kids to the team party. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm that type of dad. But I know it's going to get to a point where my daughter's like, Dad, drop me off in the back. Yeah. And you I'm think be, so? And I'm going to be hurt. I hope not. You think that's going to happen? You DJ Envy. She's like, please pull up. Yeah, but here's the thing. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Listen, Drake, when Drake has kids, he, he, they're going to look at him nah, like that too. They want the pull up. No, like people don't realize. It does. They don't look at their dad like that. That's dad. He's, he's your kids being don't old. think you lit. Yo, how about oh, this? My, I brought my yeah, daughter. Kids definitely think I'm lit. That's like, what I'm saying. See, my, they like, please pull up. Yeah, but <laughs> but you understand. I'm a big kid too. Like she has to check me. Like I'm the type <laughs> to like you know riding the quads in the street is illegal. Riding okay. the go karts in the street is illegal. I'm yeah, the type tickets, to yeah. we riding the go karts. I got the kids in the back. They hanging off. We driving and then she'll she'll call me and be like, Yo, what are you doing? It's because you got that car. I'm like, what you mean? She'll be like. You're riding a go-kart in the middle of the street with no helmets on. Get your ass back here. I'll be like, the fun police call, guys. Oh, my you know God. I mean? but, but, but that's me. I'm the one that's at the, at the, at the, the teen club with my daughters dancing. Yeah. Right. And they're looking at me like, Dad, can you please go back over there? Like, that's just me. Well, dancing is crossing the line. Well, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I went to the movies. When my daughter went to the movie, we already rolling. But when I went to the uh, movies with my daughter, I sat in the back when she had a boyfriend. And she would come in the back. She's like, Dad, what are you doing here? Get the fuck like, not get the fuck out. Right, boy. right. But that get was, out. That was the, the sentiment behind out. it. And right. I was like, I was like, I'm watching far, the movie. That's, what are you talking about? That's, that's you know, a, I was like looking over at her, make sure. You know, I, I was. That's a little too Yeah, far it was now. the first time. It was the first <laughs> time. My son just went on a date. What? Yeah, but a boy is different. different. As a, boy. a boy is different. My daughter's been on dates. As long as I could pick them up, you got to trust them. Like you said, you dropped the jewels. You got to be like, all right, I, I got to I gotta hope that my daughter is doing the right thing. Because when she goes at her friend's house, there's no guarantee she's at her friend's yeah. house. Yeah. The best thing that I can tell you, and I mean, I can't even stress it enough, and I don't even know if I'm going to get my point across as strongly as I want to. It's really the communication between you and your kids. Mm, mm. Your kids have to feel... When I was coming up, my parents were so cool. But not loosey-goosey type of cool. Not like... But I felt like I could tell my parents anything. Mm, mm. So when my parents gave me advice... Like if I wanted to go to a party. If my dad said, mm, you don't want to go to that party. I would be like, ooh, I must not want to go to that party. Because I trusted them. They weren't the type to tell me no for no sake. Mm. If they told me no, that meant 
that they thought about it, they processed it. They weren't just giving me one word answers because they didn't want to be bothered. If I had an issue or a problem, my parents looked at me like, all right, well, how are we going to solve this? Mm. They didn't look at me like, oh, I'm so disappointed. How could you do that? How could you say that? How could you get that grade? How could you? Nothing. It was all right. That's what happened. Now, how are we going to fix it? Do you know what I mean? So with that repertoire between myself and my parents, I listened to them and I respected everything that they told me. Literally. And we talk to our kids crazy. Like, don't get it. Like, we talk to our kids like they're our age. Like... My son, right before he, you know, he just called and said he got a B. Right before that, he he got a D on a test. He came out to school, and I could see him. He's fucked up. I could tell, I could tell in his face he's fucked up. So I'm like, "What's up?" He was like, "Nothing." And I'm like, "Yo, what's up, man? Come on, tell, what's going on? I ain't got time to play." He's like, "Yeah, I ain't, I ain't, I got a D on the test." I'm like, "You just gonna cry about it like a little bitch? You got a D? <laughs> Let's keep it moving. Like, ah, right, you got a D? We'll worry about it next time. All right? You good?" And he's looking at me like. Really? I'm like, you tried, right? We'll, we'll, <laughs> you tried hard? We'll get it next time, right? And he's like, what? Next like, time we'll ha- hire a tutor. But that's how I talk to them. Like, no matter what, like, you know, we, it could be a game and he missed a, a shot or, or he missed a pass and he come to me and, he's, and he looks like he's going to cry. To me, I'm like, I'm like, my nigga, you really going to cry? Yeah. And Gia's like, don't talk to him like that. I'm like, you really going to cry? <laughs> I'm like, if you're going to cry, cry. Because I, I can't take it. Like, you're too familiar. <laughs> and then he's like, but but it gives him a feeling like, damn, like, my dad don't care. He just brushes it off and he keeps yeah, it moving. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I teach them. And no matter what it is in life, like, I just have real conversation. Like, um, and they understand everything. One night I came home drunk. This was actually our last baby shower. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Puerto Rican, <laughs> Puerto, Puerto Rican Rob came to the baby shower. Mm. Not Puerto Rican Rob. Yeah, Puerto Rican Rob came and got me drunk past drunk to the point where I don't <laughs> right, remember. Right, because it was his fault. Yes, I don't okay. remember the night. Like, you ever get that drunk where, like, I understand how a girl can get raped and not remember <laughs> because if somebody raped me, I wouldn't have known. Like, oh, I, like I, honestly, I don't remember that five-hour block. But anyway, I get home and um, I walk up the stairs and my, <laughs> there was my, my wife's Christian Louboutin shoes were on the floor with spikes and I almost stepped on them. And I fell. And my son started laughing at me, right? So I was like, get the fuck out of my room. <laughs> so they ran out the room, right? So then Gia comes upstairs and tries to get me undressed to get to the bed. So I'm like, leave me alone. So she's screaming at me, yelling. What were you yeah, saying? Yeah. I was like, get your shit together. Get your shit together. <laughs> my kids come running back in the room. Like, Ma, can't you see he's drunk? Let him live. (laughs) Dress him in the morning. But but, but that's how our family is. Like, we're kind of dysfunctional. Like, like, you know, my son will come in the room and be like, Ma, and then run out the room. Like, we are a dysfunctional, loving family. But it makes us. us But we, we communicate. Put it this way. Our communication level is so like something else than I've ever experienced. If we get into an argument, let's say he had a long week and let's say he snaps at me and I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, so that's what's not going to happen in this house. And then we get into a big thing. And let's say my kids might hear it down the hall or whatever. Even if we're not yelling and screaming, they can always tell when there's contention in the house. We have a thing where you always have to take accountability for when you're wrong. We don't leave an argument on the table. At the end, somebody's apologizing for something. Mm, mm. Accountability has or, to be yeah. taken right. so that you can move on. You know what I mean? So once that's happened, we take that opportunity to take, teach our kids a lesson. Mm-hmm. So then we'll bring the kids in the room, sit them on the bed, and then Rashawn will say something like, all right, so you, heard, you see what you just heard? Mm-hmm. And they'll say, yeah. He'll say, well, you know what? 
Daddy was working all week. Daddy was tired. Daddy snapped at mommy. And that, that wasn't wrong. I had to apologize to her. So, Logan, this is your opportunity to learn what you, uh, the way that you don't treat a female. And, Madison, this is your opportunity to learn what not to take from a man. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, we take every opportunity. No things ego. that are going, into, going on in our lives to teach our kids right. from it because we want them to take those fundamentals through life. Would you guys ever do reality TV? Y'all could give T.I. and Tiny a run because they ain't about to get a divorce anyway. So y'all could just slide right well, in. We got, we got a couple of uh, uh, of offers and, and people asking. and, and that's Hopefully a, not loving hip-hop. No, no. no. I mean, like, their own hip-hop. show. Yeah, like, I mean, show. like, uh, Casey Crew. Yeah, absolutely. We, we've gotten a, a lot of people that, that showed inquiries, and, and that's something that we're thinking about. And we probably will do. Yeah. Um, But we just want to make sure the situation is right. We want to make sure we own it. Yep, we yep, want to make yep, sure yep. we we exactly the kids going to get their checks. Absolutely. Some, and we want to make sure that it's going to be right. You know what I mean? Because this is something that we don't want to play with. We want it to be a great show. We want it to have a little bit of drama, but we want it to teach people. You know, like one thing in the Huxtables did and the Cosby show did, whether you liked it or loved it, at the end of it, there was always something positive yep. yes. that taught. something to aspire to. Right. Yes. But, it, you know, it was fake. But this is going to be real It's going to be real shit. fake. It's going to be real fake. Because when you know reality TV, they still do stage a couple of no, things. No, it's not, not, not going to do like that. Not okay, for us. you know Ti because then like, it's you... pointless. Okay, like if you do that, it's pointless. It's like, why be, do it? Yeah, it's going to be scripted to a point where, let's say, see, for me, I know how to do radio, right? So I wouldn't necessarily tell them what we're talking about, but I might throw in shit mm-hmm. just to get reactions. You know what I mean? Like, you know, um, my daughter who goes to predominantly white school and having to deal with Trump. And what how it, how that I has affected her, like that would be something we would talk about. You know, the sex conversation would be something that we talk about. I mean, us arguing and dealing with our arguments would be something that we talk about. The kids taking side, or you know, like we play Monopoly as a family. And Monopoly is real. <laughs> like, I like the game of life. I don't know. I'm weird. No, when I say real, I mean like nobody talking to each other. Like real, <laughs> no, no, for real, He's real, real, like real, real, like you know. So you know what I don't like about Monopoly, like how do you end it? It's like you just keep going around. Up, like is it a time? When you, how own do you, guys do it? Like, when you own all the properties. You own all the properties. Other person has that's why no ready to go to opportunity sleep. to make any more money. I'd be like, it's an hour, right? We want to play for an hour. You, you, you know what? Uh, thinking of um, what something you just said, Emmy, uh, struck me. How did you know? Personally, how to like strike a lot of deals, like how you make like with the Breakfast Club moving over from Hot ninety seven, like how did you know like, you know what what you were worth or how to do you know? Did you have like, a business advisor? No. Uh, well, I did. Okay. And she's next to me right now. Yes, girl, I'm <laughs> gonna hug you. You is everything. His first, no, was I mean, second, first and a half. His last, his everything. I mean, the, the crazy thing was, you know, a lot of my deals and a lot of the business moves that I made were all off feelings. Mm-hmm. A lot of it off of lies and just taking a gamble, saying, you know, but most of it was just coming home at night and saying, babe, what do you think? Yeah. What do you think this is worth? What do you think we could get? What do you think I should try for? What do you think I should do? I, I, I've i never Y'all had... I'm going to make a, another baby today. The way she looking at you, I'm here for this. I've never had a business manager. I've I've never had a, a real attorney that, that really went through my deals. It was never that. It was always based on me and then... Closing a deal, but the re- you know the reason why I say that for is because um, you know in this day and age, like say say you know iHeart reaches out to you at this time years mm-hmm. ago, right? And uh, there's only so many people could go and ask their advice that maybe you know that you look up to because then you're breaking news of something you know, and then they may know too much. You don't want everyone Absolutely. to know your business, so you may not reach out to a lot of people, and you know you, you may not know to go and rate for certain things. You know, it's like 
I, I, you know, because you you struck a couple of good deals in your life, you know, right. that really have set you up, you know, and and and, and it's great to see, like, you know, even moving from Hot ninety seven. Think about it. You were just doing like the new at two. The new at two. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, what what, what else? Uh, just like uh, during the week or holidays, spending over there. It was well. We I did the morning show with Miss Jones. No, that was, I yeah, love that. Was, that was that was. Then they, when when, yeah. when, when Miss Jones left, I started doing the new at two. But you know what? Even with that, you know, I didn't really want to go to Power one hundred and five. Yeah. I was using Power 105 as leverage yeah. to get more money for Hot 97. Yeah, yeah. And then when Power One, when Hot 97 basically said they couldn't match what Power 105 was offering, I left. And I was scared as shit. Yeah. You know, it was, it was, at the time, it was a yeah. sinking ship. Yeah. And, you know, I, when I left, I, I, you know, my wife was like, well, you know what you got to do? You got to work your ass off. Yeah, yeah. And I signed my first Power 105 deal with no lawyer. Yeah. Just pretty much just signed a deal. But I knew... And this is to this day, I I don't think there's anybody out there as far as a DJ or as far as in this industry that do what I that does what I do that can outwork me. Yeah, yeah. Like I take it serious. Sleeping on the couch. I sleep on the couch, I sleep at the yeah, station, I, I sleep in me. flights. I do what I gotta do to get it done and I never turn anything down, you know, mm-hmm. to the point where my wife sometimes is like, Babe, you need a nap and I'm like, Nah, I'll nap later. Like <laughs> that's how I like honestly your eyes feel. are bloodshed. Even this week, I've been working so crazy, I still haven't slept. I've mm. been running around like a madman, you know what I mean? Where it, it just doesn't stop. Mm. And it won't stop because I still have fun. Yeah. I still enjoy it. Yeah. Like I still like And you're seeing the fruits of your labor. Right. And, you, and what what most people don't know, not to cut you off, is you know how I get inspiration? Mm. What we used to do is when we got lazy or bored and tired, we used to drive to the real rich neighborhood. Yep. Mm. And we used to just drive by and look at all the <laughs> yep. big mansions. How much you and, think that and, one costs? And the big houses. Yeah. And it'd be like, all right, I wanna, I'm going to get that house. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to get that house. And then we'd get back to the house and then we'd plan an attack. Literally. And as then, soon as we know, got back to the and house. And then we'd work, we'd work. And then maybe two years later we'd get a little lazy and comfortable. We'd like, babe, let's take a ride. And then we'd drive by another group of mansions and be like, I want that one. And and that's what inspired us to really just keep mm, moving mm. and keep going. And every time we get a little lazy or a, a, little, a, comfortable. a little comfortable, yeah. we'll go to a, a, a neighborhood mm. and go look. Mm. Hey, listen, that's 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 inspiring. I mean, and plus in Jersey, man, I'm sure you talk about Jersey. There's Not so Jersey and Long Island. There's some, oh, Long Island, yeah. Mm-hmm. Long Island is so fucking far, man. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jersey is, um, I mean, there's so many like places. I didn't even know how how many yeah. mansions there were. Oh yeah. I mean, so many beautiful, and you get a lot of bang for your buck, man. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. That's why we moved to Jersey. Yeah. yeah because yeah. what you can get in Long Island versus what you can get in Jersey, yeah. the same amount it's, of money. It's insane. It's like you can get a split level on a postage stamp or a little mini mansion on two acres. It's a, yeah, with a diving mm-hmm. board on the ground pool. You know, going back to uh, uh, um, Power One Hundred Five. I remember, like, when that just happened, I remember somebody saying, like, uh, that, like, they, that, not that you're the creator of Breakfast Club, but they approached you to make this team happen. Is, is that any truth yeah, to that? Yeah, yeah. Well, they, they, um, Cadillac Jack at the time, the program director, approached mm-hmm. me, and, uh, I was doing afternoons, mm-hmm. and, uh, they wanted to revamp the morning show and wanted to make it, you know, younger. Who was and, on and it fresher. before? It was Ed Lover. Okay. And, um, he asked me what I do it, and I was like, fuck no, I ain't doing it. <laughs> and he said, why not? I said, honestly, I'm doing afternoons. It's not that much pressure. Mm. Nobody's on my ass. It's an easy show. I'm kind of just letting the music go, doing my new it to my mix, shouting out my clubs, and I'm going home. And he was like, all right. He was like, well, what happened if I double your salary? Oh, I was like, tomorrow. Nah, I was like, nah, fuck no. Wow. And he was like, well, what about if I triple your salary? 
And I was like, let me ask my wife. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and we, we, we talked about the pros and the cons. And then we was like, all right. And then he was like, I, I want to build a team around you. And I was like, well, what do you mean? He was like, well, I want to build a team around you. I want to get some people around you. You know, first I have this guy, Charlemagne, who was with Wendy Williams' sidekick. He just left, lost his job in Philly. I think he'd be a perfect fit. And I was like, I don't know about that. I was like, the man got been fired three, four times, and mm-hmm. he's kind of ner- that makes me kind of nervous. And he was like, well, he's been sending me these skits. I've been talking. I think he would be a perfect thing. And... He, I was like, well, who else? And he was like, well, Angela Yee, she worked at Sirius Radio, her contract's up. Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, we can build this around you. You're from New York. And the only thing that I, I didn't want to do is I didn't want to make it, I didn't want to make it my show. Mm-hmm. And the reason I didn't want to make it my show is I felt like a couple of reasons. One, if it failed, it was all on me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it would be hard to go back to yeah. to, yeah. to two o'clock. Yeah. But if it, you know, if it failed and it wasn't my show, it could be like, all right, peace. Yeah. I can go back and do my thing. And two, I wanted the three the three of us to feel invested into the show. You know, if we all own a third or we're all a third of, of what's on that billboard, it makes people feel differently when they approach a show. Now it's not this person in the morning with this, this, this. No, right. it's all three of us. That right. marquee is all three of us regardless. If I do a show in Africa, it's DJ and me from the Breakfast Club. If Charlemagne does a show in, you know, Connecticut is Charlemagne from the Breakfast Club. If Angela Yee does a show, it's Angela Yee from the Breakfast Club, and that worked. And you know that was the best thing. And then you know we've been rocking ever since. Yeah. What was your first uh, thought of uh, Angela Yee when you did work with her? Um, I was nervous with Charlemagne and Angela Yee. You know, I was nervous with Charlemagne because I know he he's been fired a couple of times, and you know radio is so sensitive that you could say one thing and been fired. Sure. And, and with Angela Yee, what made me nervous at first was she came from Sirius Satellite Seriously. Radio. You can curse. You can right. say what you want to yeah. say. There is no rules and regulations. And now you kind of got to be the hall monitor. You have to make sure she doesn't say anything too sexual or a curse. You have to make sure Charlemagne doesn't say anything that's too far. So, you know, that's those are my biggest fears, you know, because you, you, know, you get a fine and you're off the radio. Right. You know you know how they talk about, like, uh, podcast beef and then they talk about radio beef and mm-hmm. they talk about, you know, it's so <laughs> funny when they say beef. that. Yeah, it's... it's, it's, it's <laughs> No, no, they, okay. say, they say that, they say that, they say that, uh-huh. you know, they say that. What you guys are doing, I don't think you'll have yeah, any yeah, podcast yeah. beef. Hopefully But not. they're, you know, they say that shit because people try to compete with each other, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, um, what the fuck were we just saying? You said podcast, podcast beef. beef. Oh, radio beef. Right, right, right. Right? You think about it. Now you think about Hot 97 mm-hmm. and you think about, you know, people left, people like yourself, you move on. I mean, have you ever spoke to Flex ever again? Yeah, actually, me and Flex speak uh, every. We speak often. But, you know, I'm I'm glad that you and Flex are speaking because I know. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I remember being in certain clubs or, or bars in. Jer- I was in this one in Jersey, and I remember he, he after you left, and I think that he he was DJing before you, or you were in there, and he was like DJ Envy, what up? You know, and and it's like kind of like you know like in the crowd, but it was like you could tell that like I don't know. Did you ever have that type of tension when you left? And, I mean, Flex, when I was that hot, we never kind of got along. And I, I, I think that was because I was under Clue and, you know, yeah. he had his whole, his yep, whole yep, yep. thing. And, you know, we spoke and, you know, it's I, I think we have the same energy right now as far as New York music and, and breaking more New York at, art, mm-hmm. artists, mm-hmm. artists and acts and uh, pushing New York back to the place where it was. So, I mean, I, I think all the DJs in New York City right now have a great, 
great relationship. I mean, now if you look on flies, you will see a DJ from one station sure. DJ with and another, another DJ yeah. from another station, and you wouldn't see that a couple of years ago. So I think that's amazing because at the end of the day, I, like I, my 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 biggest thing is. You know, if you break it down to department stores, you could work for Macy's and I could work for Neiman Marcus. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean we can't have drinks after we, sure. we finish, you know, working. Right. And that's where radio was. And I think it's at a great place now where we can actually help New York artists and break New York acts. But I don't think the hot kids still talk to y'all, though. Like, I think that, like, even on Love and Hip Hop, they have Drewski and they have, in, um, sorry, they um, have Self. self they yeah. never film together or tape together like it's this it's still a separation mm-hmm. i still don't feel it like even at agenda there was somebody like a couple of people from hot and like they was it wasn't like they were mingling or coming to check out the juices with you mm-hmm. and angela like they're still kind of like closed off no, there's a couple of people that i you know that i speak to and there's a couple of people that i don't like you know right. um juanito was there at, at agenda that right. i spoke to him he's a good um, dude rosenberg I, me, me and him don't really rock with each other he says a lot of slide shit you know i'm cordial but i don't really fuck with right. him i don't really fuck with ebro um just a lot of but the you, know, you know what's crazy I, I gotta cut you off mm-hmm. with hot 97 right you think about it there i heart radios in all these fucking you know markets markets yeah. right Hot 97 is in how many markets? Two. Uh, they, I think they have two stations, one in L.A., one in New York. What's that? But it's the only one in but New York. But what I'm saying is, why not, like, it's crazy because like, what you're saying is right. Like, we do what we do. You do what you do. And if I'm cool with you, I'm cool with you. But as far as ratings, I mean, can they ever, can, can they ever catch up? I mean, they honestly, you know, the, the funny thing about that is, is we don't look at them as competition. Yeah, well, they you know? do, and, and that's not, and that's not a, a stab or a, a thing. We're in eighty markets. Yeah. You know what I mean? So plus weekends. Yeah, plus he doing weekends. that same thing Angela did when they start dropping them accolades. Yeah. Like, <laughs> now we're, 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 I mean, we're in eighty markets. So I mean, our competition is really ourselves. Yeah. We, every show that we do, we try to do a show better than the, the day before. Most definitely. So when we compare shows, we compare the day before. We don't really look at them as competition. Right. And if they look at us as competition, that's great. But, you know, not for nothing, what The Breakfast Club has done for radio. And online. Especially in, and New, York, online, in New York. Should be something, in New York. It should be something that people look up to. And, the re- and I'm not saying that because I'm on The Breakfast Club, because radio was dead. And we kind of gave it a, a, a energy and a mm-hmm. different life and a different juice, which I think is dope, which is going to open the doors for people that come after us. You know, like I can never shit on Steve Harvey or Elvis Duran or uh, Howard Stern or Ricky Smiley or, mm-hmm. or, or uh, Tom Joyner. Like they opened the doors for us to do what we're able to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And Eric, um, I was going to say Eric, I, um, Ed Love and Dr. Dre, like they opened those yep, doors. Yep. You know, so you can never be mad at that. And we're not shitting on anybody. We're just being real. It's right. like we don't come on there gossiping. We're just being honest and being real. So it's like what we're doing and, and, and us being able to get those markets. Like there should be somebody else right now to be like, you know what? My goal is I want to be I want to do radio. I want to do that because radio was dead. They People sure, were sure. signing radio off. And, you know, we were able to kind of jumpstart it back up. Sure. Trying to go online. You know, mm-hmm. that's where I feel like podcasts were created because mm-hmm. people wanted to hear you know what they're doing, but you know I will say this podcast is amazing now that you're in it because I remember listening to one of your episodes and you did an ad for Blue Apron, I believe. Right, <laughs> and it's funny, and you think about it, and and this is somebody who's been in the business for a long time doing ads. Right. When could you ever do an ad where you were telling your wife you were like, "I'm gonna cook for you naked tonight"? You want some special seasoning? Yeah. <laughs> you fucking think you're salt bay? But, but here's the thing: you would never be able to do that on radio. Not right. Never. 
But right. you but you know what too with the podcast, and, and not that there's not wrong. Free. Yeah, yeah, it, it's yeah, free, but it's yeah. honest. Yeah, you know what I mean, like. If I'm going to cook for my wife on Valentine's Day, I'm going to cook for her naked. Yeah, yeah. And I'm going to put some sauce in. I might drop my balls in the pot and say, baby, that's some special sauce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just what we do. And, and that's yeah, what she, that's what he's serving up. Well, yeah. speaking of Valentine's Day, it just passed. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think are some great, like, gifts? Because I always think it's hard to think of a gift for a guy, especially. It depends on your situation with that guy or with that girl. Is it like a time frame you think, like, if you've been with a guy for a month, should you get him a gift? Or you a know, girl it's for funny. a month? I just just had a conversation with a girlfriend right. who's only been with this guy for a month. But I think that for her, he's the one. Okay. Like the way that she talks about him to me is so different than the way she's talked about anybody else. And he's checking all of those boxes. So she asked me, do you think that I should get him a gift? Right. And I said, it's a little early for a monetary gift. I said, but what you can do is... Hand make him a card and inside hand make gift certificates for free services from Ow. you. Because they're already they're, they're already sexually active. <laughs> so give him <laughs> give him a gift certificate for a massage. Give him a gift certificate for a free BJ. Mm. Give him a gift certificate for a free BJ in the car. Give him a gift certificate for BJ all these different in. things. I said, but it's gonna be sweet. If you hand make it yeah. or make it Creative. online yeah. and then That's hand dope. make the card and then give it to him. I want because that for you're not thing. saying that it's too, <laughs> you know, it's not too involved. It's not like, oh, she just got me a sweater right, and that took no thought. Or she just got me some cologne because it was on sale at Bloomingdale's. Right. No, give him something that you I'll put time in the car. <laughs> into it. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, That's dope. So, hey. so I think that the gift that you give should be appropriate for what kind of relationship and how long you've been right. together. Hey, listen, and what you can afford. Ha- handing receipts like that is dope. By the way, I'll hand it. Um, I want to cash in this blowjob right here. Right, yeah. I, would, I, I, would, I would wait till she's pissed off at me yeah, yeah. and mad. I want this BJ yeah. right now. Yeah, here you go. <laughs> here you go. Take the. Yeah. Yeah. But you like angry sex. So. I do. I love it. <laughs> hey, listen. You don't have five kids for no reason. Now five kids. What's their names? Okay, so we have a 15-year-old girl named Madison, mm. a 13-year-old boy named Logan, mm-hmm. a 3-year-old girl named God London, damn. a 2-year-old boy named Jackson, and a 5-month-old named Brooklyn. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. God, if you ever was, if you ever was separated child support, man, I wouldn't know you no more, MV, man. <laughs> you know what? Whatever happened, she would deserve it. No, no, I know, I know. I'm and just saying. I'm just saying. I know. Aww. I know. Years ago, um, when you know, because I've been paying child support for 15 years, and um, you know, I remember years ago it was it was a lower uh, percentage, but I think like two kids were like 29 percent of your salary at that time. Mm-hmm. Two kids, and I know it's got to be more. So five kids. <laughs> I mean, you know. Yeah. What do you guys think is the biggest struggle you face in your marriage, like to to keep it together? I'm just asking from a single lady mm-hmm. who's just like that's you a know, good like, question. This yeah. Oh, that's easy for me. I mean, I I think it's I think it's honesty. That's a struggle. Yeah, being for, honest is a struggle. That might for be. Me, a, yeah. What are you yes. talking about? Oh, this is you know, good. You know I'm what, glad you asked that question. Now you know why? Because it's like it's certain things that I mean, I I, I think our relationship got better actually in the last year. Mm. in two years and I, I think reason being is we were honest we were having and communication right. and the reason is is we had communication and we were talking the one thing I would say about this podcast is it's helped our relationship even more it's like going to counseling it's mm-hmm. like going to counseling it's that. like therapy it's therapeutic because 
It's now we're talking and we're talking not to win. We're talking to have a conversation. Mm -hmm. So we're able to talk about things that we necessarily may might not have agreed about or might have talked about about before. We might not have talked about before. We get in depth. So now I'm really able to instead of just saying, All right, you win, I apologize, just to close the argument, I'm really understanding why she did that or why she said that. Because he's listening with a different set of ears. Absolutely. So that was Mm -hmm. kind of what made the relationship better is just that honesty and communication. And that was the struggle with me because I just didn't want to argue. I'm a guy. I don't yeah, want to yeah, fucking yeah. argue. I, I don't want to fucking yeah. argue. But now with this, it's like, it's not, I'm understanding this is not an argument. This is, okay, we'll say what you feel. Oh, all right. Well, that's the reason why. And I think after learning that and really sitting down and listening and not trying to take the easy way out, it's benefited our relationship a whole lot. Do you feel like that shift happened after you guys kind of went through something public and you had to like publicly apologize and then kind of like talk to her? Was that kind of like the door that opened you to start being more honest? It was the start of the door opening. Right. But, you know, it's kind of like you put your foot in in hot water. You don't just jump in. Mm -hmm. You kind of just put your pinky toe in and see how it's (laughs) going to be first. So you throw a little honesty out and be like, let me see how it comes back. And then you realize, like, that's what she wants as well. Right. And I I, I think going through trials and tribulations and going through what we went through, it was kind of like it opened up the door to be honest. It kind of gave us a clean slate where it's like, nigga, you fucked up. Right. You, you you told me everything. Now let's start over and make this relationship really work. Where I'm able to say, you know what, baby, um, I feel this way about this. Right. I don't like when you do this. And then she could be like, Well, I don't like when you do this. And well, let's talk about it. And then we can have grown men talk. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, not grown men well, talk, grown, but grown, 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 folk grown, grown folk talk. Grown folk, grown folk talk. Grown folk. And I'm not a talker, which is crazy because I do radio every day. You're a Virgo. But I'm I not think a... that's probably the reason why you don't. Yeah, yeah don't talk. I, right. yeah, I agree. Like, he's a Virgo. Talk. Think about Michael Jackson or Beyonce. At home, they're closed and no one knows. But when the lights go on, them lights hit you, envy. But, yeah. But, that, but that's what it is. <laughs> you, know, you know what? I, 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 look I, on I your do, face. I do, I do, I do, I do want to ask a Gia question, <laughs> and I do want to give you a lot of credit, Envy. And I've told you this before. You know, um, I'll be honest with you. You know, um, honestly, and I mean this from the heart. You know, when, when, you, when you went through that situation, honestly, I'm, he came on the Combat Jack show. I don't know if you ever heard that episode. I and, didn't hear the episode, but I and, heard and, about and, it. And it was one of the most, you know... Um, Honestly, I admire that. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I fucked up in my life. Mm-hmm. And as men, we make mistakes. And, 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 and came very clean about it. Was very honest about it. And I admire you, too, for sticking together. I, you know, I, okay, let me explain to you. My mother and father went through a similar situation. And uh, my mother had done the same thing. And they got stronger than ever. And, you know, I, I'm happy they didn't ever... Because I didn't want to see them break. Mm-hmm. And, you know... She had sat me down one day and explained to me that people make mistakes, things happen, but the the journey is longer than this. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and, and, and honestly, some people may look at it or maybe look at you different or maybe sometimes some of your friends get in ears. Not Do your, your friends, friends bother you about this? No. Or like, My friends would never. You don't never. seem like the type to be even no, be like friends, discussing friends, with them too much I, anyway. Well, people have opinions You're exactly right. Yeah. I've always been the type of person that I deal with my stuff yeah. myself. I've... I can honestly say that I cannot remember ever picking up the phone to call a friend to ask them their opinion about anything that yeah, you has guys, to do with you, my you relationship. Don't feel like that. If there's a situation, I'm open-minded enough and reasonable enough and honestly smart enough to figure it out. 
on my own. Not to say that help from friends hasn't benefited me because my friends do know that sure. about me. And we were go- when we were going through that particular situation that we had a friend who is one of my very best friends mm-hmm. and his wife is my other best friend that inserted themselves in my life in a way that was so significant and it benefited us and it ultimately kind of saved my marriage but Mm -hmm. I rejected it at first I didn't want to talk to anybody I didn't want anybody's advice leave me alone I'm closing the curtains I will figure this out I mean Mm. I didn't hear the episode but did you go there kind of like I'm gonna like fix this by publicly which mean um Come at Come at yeah, because I I heard it on 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 the Breakfast Club. Right. So you went on a world tour. So did you know that you were kind of gonna like like publicly let her know? Was that kind of like part of like the healing for you guys? Well, Combat Jack was kind of like a he got like a bonus. Okay. And, and the reason I say that is is I planned to do his podcast beforehand. Okay. So it was like just perfect timing for him. And um, I was just real. I was just one hundred percent real. How you know how I felt and what I felt about the industry. And, you know, I, w- I talk about this a lot with Gears. Like, one thing that my dad never taught me is he never taught me how to love a woman. Mm. So, you know, I didn't really find a definition of love until a lot later. Mm. You know, because I can say, yeah, baby, I love you. I love you with all my heart. But, you know, do you love somebody that you cheat on and you treat them like that? Right. Is that a true definition of love? No. But... You say love so fast and you think you know what love is that you honestly don't know. So you really have to learn the definition of love. And even with my kids, I have to teach them what the definition of love is. You know what I mean? So for me, for for going on that show, me just talking about certain situations and getting it off my chest. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was beneficial to me. But besides that. It's beneficial to a lot of other people that's out there fact. that's going through the, the, the same problems and Do same troubles and everything. Do you feel like if it was in reverse, you could like um, forgive her the way she forgave you? That's a good question. Um, I can sit here and say yes all day, mm-hmm. but that's a tough question. Um, yeah, I think I can. And and but the only problem is the way that it happened now I can say yes right but the way that it happened is a little different because I don't know if you believe in God I'm, or, or that's my publicist don't that's why you here but <laughs> but every everything that that happened was like God was giving us signs mm-hmm. you know um Gia's best friend that she talked about that actually helped us during that time didn't like me and was her best friend the guy mm-hmm. the guy. He always been hanging on you since the 22 years? Or did always. Y'all... Was See? that the swimmer? Because that he likes swimmer? you. No, 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 no. He's actually my other best friend's husband. Girl, them okay. as a she couple. came after? No, no, no. Mm-mm. I, I met him through her. She's my best okay. friend. And they're okay. the only couple that okay. we know that's been together longer than okay, us. Okay, I'll, I'll take it. And they're it. two people of God, and they're very enlightened So he kind of was being kind of judgmental because of DJ Envy, so he didn't... No, no, just he didn't like... I wasn't a good person, just the way I treated her, the way I talked to her, the way I was. Because how you had to separate between the two right. well, well, no, right. you know, specifically, it wasn't the way you treated me or how you talked to me. He specifically didn't like that Rashawn was so jealous, obsessive, and controlling. He don't even like the bitty at the, the time. Box. He, he still at the time. like that, and he was and he was worried that one day. It could really go wrong okay. because he thought Rashawn was too controlling. So that's what mm-hmm. he didn't like about you. Because I have to say, 
you diminish the way that you were at the time, but you were very loving mm-hmm. and you were very sweet oh, and affectionate and compassionate and generous and a lot of other adjectives I could throw in there. You were those things. Right. Are you cool with this guy now? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's but, his but, best friend now, but, too. But, but to go back to it. <laughs> no, you don't work together. Yes, yeah, get yeah. it, girl. But to what, what he happened, better be after what he saved. Friend, friend, <laughs> after what he saved. But what he heard me on the radio, he called me and reached out to me. Yeah. And uh, I know he didn't like me. Was that on an out, on a, on a impulse, or did you plan that? The radio? Yeah. No, that was impulse. Okay. That was just straight from the And heart. he was going. Okay. He, you could tell he was... No, but yeah. sometimes you double dutch before you do something. Like, you know, I might go... No, I, no I'm, I'm not. I'm saying that stretch of time. Oh, yeah. I could tell nah, yeah. that was, he was that going. Was, that was absolutely positively real. I mean, during that time, I was fucked up. When I yeah. say fucked up, yeah. I, I, I lost my MTV job. I almost lost the power job. I could not work. You know what I mean? When it's like... Love sick. Y- yeah, everything is like... Nigga, I'm out. It's a yeah, wake-up call. It's, yeah, wake it's up like call. it was just, you were just going through the motions. Like, I'm at work. Just, what up, y'all? It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne. Aww, you know, I, I, I was fucked that. up. I do. So it was, it, was, it, was, it was really bad. And it was like, I, I done lost business and, and sponsorships. I, I lost so much, but it was none of that. So when he called me and was like, yo, you know, and we started having a conversation, he was like, yo, he was like, yo, right, I'm going to be on the next flight. He, was, he lives in L.A. He was like, I'll be on the next flight there. And I was like, well, you got work. He's like, don't worry about work. He was like, you know, he's God. He's attorney. He was like, he was God. in the middle of a case. He was like, God is sending me here to do this, so I'm a coming. And I'm like, and I, oh, and I was a believer of God, but, you know, not you can say you believe, but not to that capacity. Yeah. So now you have a man that is leaving his family in L.A., leaving his business and saying, I'm going to live with y'all for two, three, four weeks till y'all get your shit together. And then you got an R&B artist named Tyrese that heard it on the radio and called me out the blue. I had no relationship with Tyrese. Wow. I didn't even know him. He called me and was like, yo, I felt you. I want to help you. And now he became like a big brother. So now I had two big brothers that were kind of helping us and counseling us and talking to us and, you know, going through everything with us as we were going through all of this. Right. That kind of And that both helped. of them with the message that God sent them to Right, do because that. you know that Tyrese hanging out with Rev Run. Yes. So that's yes. because Rev couldn't get out the tub. He like, listen, done saw some things. Right. You got to go. Now, you know, I think I think it's honestly, you know, I want to go back to saying my mother and father because I want to, you know, and I'm sure there's definitely different races, you know, and definitely different cultures. But Italians, you think about it. I, my grandmother, before my grandfather passed away, married 77 years. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's crazy. I have, I've been to, what's that called? The golden anniversary 50? Golden. Yep, yep, yep. I've been to like six, seven of them. Wow. <laughs> but what I'm trying to say is that doesn't mean they were all in love. Italian women just dealt with that shit. Right. right. A lot of the men just went out and did whatever the fuck they want and they right. just shut the fuck up. Right. So when I see something like this, even though he made a mistake, and I mean me being a man, and understand, I don't understand your hurt, but I, I, I admire that you guys stuck together. Me too. And, and really just said, you know what? You know, it's a bump in the road, but we're going to make the best of it. And we're going to do, you know, and I really admire that because it's real. It's not like the Italian, like I was telling you, or these people that just stuck together because they stuck together. Yeah, no. You guys worked through it and actually, no, like, got better because of it. And continue to still work through it. Yeah, because it is. It's a process. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. as, as a woman, because I know I'm a little petty. I'm not going to even lie. How do you maintain, because I feel like when you forgive somebody, you really need to forgive wholeheartedly and mm-hmm. not bring it back up. How do you keep from not, you know, having... Forget about that, not bringing that back up. Like, still, that, that's right. a myth. That's, that's BS. Okay. A person has to no, you're heal. You're a gift God, Okay. Man. A person has to heal. Absolutely. And I was in a space where I will bring it up 
whenever as I feel much like it <laughs> as as I feel right. the the need to do. Period. And if you want to be part of this, then you're going to talk about it every time. Because believe me, when I first found out, like I understood why it happened. Right. It made sense. He was kind of in the perfect storm of things when you think about it. He was young and completely inexperienced when we got together. Mm -hmm. Then we went to college together. Well, first we went to high school together. Then we went to college together. We got married like a year and a half out uh, out of college. Well, no, no, no. He went to Hampton. I went to Old Dominion University, which is about fifteen minutes away. So Mm -hmm. we saw each other every day in college we lived together in college then we got married we started a family at 22 and 23 we had my first daughter you know and then his success began to grow Mm -hmm. and now he's a household name and you know he has groupies and people want him and you know what i mean he has this whole fame thing around him and it was kind of like the perfect storm. Not only that, you're in an industry that not only condones it, but promotes it, it and celebrate gives you it. a high five yeah, every time that, you know, you're you're in that type of sure. situation. Then on top of that, you're in the belly of the beast because you're DJing strip clubs where you're surrounded around the people that are encouraging it. Do you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So he was kind of caught up in the perfect storm. Right. And I was intelligent enough to understand that. But at the same time, he always knew what kind of person he was married to. If you do something like this, I'm gone. Because I'm too proud. I would never accept it. I don't care if I have to cry my head in a pillow every day for the rest of my life. I've always said that that's who I am and that's how I would handle it. That's exactly what I plan on doing. So I said, you know, I understand it. I care about you. I love you to death. But, you know, like, you know, my beliefs. But but we're getting a divorce. So I'm calling the lawyer on Monday. So you should call yours. And, you know, it doesn't have to be contentious. We can, you know, get them together, figure figure everything out. And, like, you can still come by, (laughs) you know. And and, and he was looking at me like. With your new pajamas on, your new lipstick. Exactly. He was looking (laughs) at me like. (laughs) And it's crazy. It's crazy because in the New York minute or New Jersey minute, everything changes. I remember having that conversation like that, you know, in, in certain similarities in my when I was married first time and just like saying, oh, shit, I'm, I'm going to be on the outside looking in instead of being on the inside looking out in mm-hmm. that fucking quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And he knew I was serious. I was not. Right. I've never been the type to bluff about anything. Like if I'm telling you this, this is, is exactly what I intend on doing. And. That was the plan, and that's how we were moving for weeks. And at the time, everything just started deteriorating because he couldn't handle it. And it became a poison in our house and a poison to our kids because we couldn't contain it and just keep it between the two of us because the emotions on his end particularly were just spilling over. And um, that's why I think that God stepped in and said that because I believe it was his will, mm-hmm. I'm going to put people in your life. And he didn't just put people in my life. He put the only person that, besides my parents, my mother right. has dementia, my father passed away. So he put the only person in my life, he inserted that person because he knew that that person is the only person that could have had any impression on me. Right. So his name is Rashid. And I've always admired him because he's a genius. You know, he got accepted to every Ivy League school that he applied to. When he was in college, he was working for NASA. When he 
he didn't know what he he didn't know if he wanted to be a doctor or an attorney. He took the MCATs and the LSATs that got God, accepted to, to medical he, school and law right. school, and he, then he tried to figure it out. So this is someone that I admired, that I looked up to, and he's the one that God said, "I'm going to put this person in your life." to save your marriage because he's the only person that can have an impression on you. He's mm. the only person that you respect. Mm-hmm. And that person came and stayed with us until he made an impression. And then he sends Tyrese, who neither of us even halfway knew. <laughs> right. Head shining like a motherfucker. Just in case. Yes. And they both, when I asked both of them, well, why would you do this? Like, why would you take off of work in the middle of a case, fly out here? You live in LA. Mm-hmm. Tyrese, why would you do this? You don't even know, you don't even know his real name. Right. Like, and you're here and you're trying to mentor us and explain to me why men cheat, why this, why that, why? And both of them said the same exact thing, like in the same verbiage, everything. They both said, because God sent me here to do this. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I had to take it all in and realize, okay, I'm going to submit to this. And it wasn't just those two things. It was a series of other things. But I wasn't a person that believed in signs. I wasn't a person right. that prayed that real prayer. Right. That, you know, I prayed the generic prayer. Thank you, God. Thank you for my life. Thank you for my family. Thank you for right. my children. I hope sin. that I'm deserving of right. all of my blessings. I, gave, I, I said a generic you didn't prayer. Testify. All of these things happened, I believe, because we needed to be brought closer to God as individuals, as a married couple. And then we needed to extend that to our children and become closer to God as a family and I think that that's why we were brought to our knees so that at some point we had to look up and acknowledge him and acknowledge what 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 he is in his his position in a family in my like that's the most people come up to me ever since we started doing the podcast and they would say to me what's the best piece of advice that you can give somebody that's you know married or contemplating marriage and I would always say you have to have God in your marriage. If mm, you're a God-fearing mm, person, mm. if you believe in God, if that's your thing, you have to have God in your life. He has to lead your your marriage. And people ask me, usually my DMs, because nobody's really brave enough to ask me to Uh-oh, my face. In the DMs. But <laughs> nobody's brave enough to ask me to my face. But, you know, do you ever worry about your husband cheating again? Mm-hmm. And I said, well, if he cheats on me, he has bigger fish to fry mm. than me. He has to worry about God. Sure. Because he pledged mm-hmm. all types of things to God and begged God sure, sure. and sure, made promises an to God to save this marriage. So I don't have to worry about his allegiance to me I, as long as I know he has an allegiance to God. Exactly. That's why God has to come first in your, in your, in your marriage. You know, it, it, when we started this episode and as we ended you know, as you, uh, when we started this episode, I, I explained how you guys became professionals, mm-hmm. you know, because you have five kids. Because you're married for so long, right? And I'll be honest with you, even with that situation you're talking about, you like exp- experience is a history book. Absolutely. And, and and you could learn. So like, like I remember someone telling me, why would I take advice from you about marriage? You've been divorced. I said, because I could tell you what not to do. <laughs> right. You know, like people look for success to, to be glittery. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's not always glittery and there's bumps and there's... There's a lot of stuff in the road. But before we uh, end the episode, we have a segment called I Don't Trust People. And um, hold on one second. So, internet, you know how to get involved. Every week, we have a, a hashtag. I don't trust people. It's who you don't trust, what you don't trust. People submit with it. You know, they submit that. So, who we got this week? Our now, first like, hold on, hold on. I felt a little choked up after we had this conversation. See, <laughs> because I, 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 I gotta let the internet know that. Hold up, because and um, no, that that I, I'm I'm really, really, really. Um, 
you know, excited to see that you guys have powered through that. That's a it, fact. It means a lot. Thank it means a lot. You. That's a fact. Real talk. I think it shows people there's more than just you know, like there's more. There's more than just, just surface yeah. stuff. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who we got this week? Our first submission comes from F underscore podcast. I don't trust people who pour the milk before the cereal. Absolutely. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I can never, I can, I can never ever deal with anybody. I've done that before. I like to do weird things. Yeah, but then and it I'm spills all over the place. And I'm going to throw a piece of ice in it. No, it don't. Yeah. You got to perfect that. Depends what type of cereal. <laughs> if you have cookie crisp and you put that in after you pour the milk. See, now I don't know which cereal. I'm thinking I'm pouring like the smacks or something. Well, hold on, like... hold on. Think about it, right? If you pour the milk first and then the cereal, you try to get one spoon to get a turn on that, it's all over the place. I never yeah, thought about I it. Don't, but I, I don't trust that person either. Yeah, me that does that. Don't talk about me. Like, I've done it before. I don't do it all the time. Or what about when you're being extra greedy and you finish the bowl and you're like, you know what? At one more. And then you re-pouring. Uh-huh. So uh, it happens. Even paternity okay, test okay, is 99.9. No no it's always at 1%. No problem. Internet, try it and then watch what Don't happens. try it. But if you're being greedy, it's okay. You don't have to pour the milk out and re-pour. Our next submission comes from Jay McLovin. I don't trust people who sag their pants so low that the thigh meat under their boxer show. Pause. <laughs> Oh, well, that's me under the hey, that's a little that that's I don't trust awful. Where you at? You hey, in the you in the orgy? You being funny? Hey, listen, I think we live in a world where people don't want to have their pants too tight, but not too baggy. And right. I understand that's a that's a world that we live in today. Except for the old school cats, you know, they still keep extra it super, baggy. I don't trust that person because they're just stupid. Yeah, I don't even like that. They can't even walk. You still sagging, envy? I don't sag. I mean, I don't yeah, sag I think the sag is. No, you don't done. sag. I can. You can always see your underwear, but it's not an intentional sag. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but unintentional. There's people sag. that go okay. very far, right? You that know? person where you can see the bottom of their boxers and then the thigh meat, like they can't walk properly. Yeah, well, so just, I definitely just, just don't trust. They ain't going nowhere. They hugging the block, girl. They standing on the corner. <laughs> <laughs> they don't got nowhere to go <laughs> at all. Okay, <laughs> don't worry. Our next one comes from I am underscore Rels. I don't trust people who pick up chips or any finger foods with their hands. A Especially if a napkin is right next to it. Well, you don't trust me. Well, yeah, I don't trust him because that's stupid. Too. Who house you at? See, you don't have to trust. You don't everybody. pick this up finger foods with yeah. your fingers. That, you want you, you want napkin food. If you pick up, you want napkin. <laughs> you want napkin food. <laughs> First of all, tell him to get the fork out of here. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna pick up a lays with a fork What's or a spoon. Going yeah, on. Come on, makes no sense. No. You lying. Do you guys have any? What about you, Gia? It's something you don't trust. It, it, it could be a place or, or a thing. Mm. Like I don't like. I always tell people like you know. I, I don't trust mechanics, or I don't trust you know banks, or I don't trust fast talkers. Okay, um. I don't trust people that that underestimate me. You better mm, you better mm. talk that talk, girl, and mm. and tell you something for the sake of impressing you, or to just leave an impression. And I smile and nod because I want them to keep going. Exactly. <laughs> because <laughs> cause at that point I'm being entertained and I'm sitting there thinking like, wow, you have no idea how utterly transparent you are right now. I love you. But you guys are great. I just, I, 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 I'm like, really? And then what happened? <laughs> you know? Tell me to, more, girl. And I get to come home and tell him about it. I don't trust those people. You should. I don't trust people who run to social media when they going through something. Do you not have friends? You can't call your mother. You mad. Now you on Instagram talking about, oh, this nigga ain't shit. But then two days later, you taking a picture of him with the baby talking about, I, I'm going to always encourage this. Girl, 
You lying. But you can't trust that person. I don't trust her. they can't keep anything to themselves. I don't trust her. So, so no, of course you can't trust her. I don't them. trust her. Sounds like Facebook. That's why I stay off of it. All but, on Facebook, but, try to get parenting help. If you don't Google that shit, you asking people, how you get rid of colic? How you asking Facebook how to get rid of colic, girl? Like, <laughs> people change their status too much on Facebook. You got to stop. But listen, internet, you know how to get involved. Hashtag, I don't trust people on Twitter. Fill it up, you know, at the Premium P Show, at Miss Listen Knows, at Premium P. Let us know who you don't trust. What you don't trust. If it sounds good, it ain't no fuck shit. We'll play it on the on next episode. Well, listen, you know, the Casey crew, you did a live show already in mm-hmm. Caroline's in New York City, mm-hmm. right? It went, went well. Now you plan on doing more around the world. Well, you know what? You know what? That show just showed that people need something to do outside of the club and outside your typical I need to get out of the movie. house. So we're going to do events like that more often. Uh, the next event we're doing is in March, mm-hmm. and it's a karaoke event. And yeah. it's gonna be I'm there. Straight yeah. up and down, eighties, nineties, mm, mm, have fun. Mm, mm. Yes. I'm, do, I'm doing I'm Eye there the for the nine nine and the two thousand. <laughs> I'm there. there you go. So, yes. so you know, um rising up. We ready, ready, since we, we did, coming. We did a party for one of Gia's friends, her name is Charisma, and we did uh, around the way girl. We both went back and forth doing it. Okay. And it was I mean, we got over I think like two hundred thousand views on the internet on, on my Instagram. So we was like, let's do a party uh-huh. like that. Okay. And people People like to do stuff like that. Couples night out where you could just have fun. Yeah, yeah people need to start having fun. Hey, y'all got a, can y'all, we have, again. You ain't got a cousin, no brother. I like light skinned people. I need somebody <laughs> too. I'm, uh, I'm a good third I'm a, wheel. Oh, I'm my only child. So. I'm the good third wheel. So, Don't forget about Lisa. So, so live shows to look out for on Instagram, DJ Envy and Gia. Is it Gia Casey straight up? Or? Gia, uh, underscore Gia, Casey. Gia underscore Casey. Gia underscore Casey. The mm-hmm. Casey crew on uh, iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, etc. I love the podcast. Continue to grow Thank with it. You. Thank you. Um, any other things that you got on on tap? That- no, I mean I'm sure you'll see us on television this year. Uh, we don't have announcements to make yet because the the, the ink is still wet. Um, and just look out for us on the podcast, man. We're going to be doing a lot of things with the podcast. We're going to be doing a lot of traveling, hitting up a lot of cities, and talking to a lot of people. Breakfast Club is still doing. How great. many years is the Breakfast Club? Uh, this would be this is the sixth six, year. Six year. We're in over eighty markets every day. What's the longest running um, morning show? It's got to be Elvis Duran. And the, I'm sure it's Elvis right, Duran. Yeah. Elvis Duran been rock about fifteen years. God, but that's probably Howard Stern. Yeah, Howard Stern. You're right. Howard Stern. Howard Stern. But he hey, still listen. count. He's on. He, he went to uh, Sirius. They still say he still yeah. counts though. Okay, yeah, it still counts. But we talking about terrestrial. But anyway, listen, mm-hmm. internet. I love this episode because I knew that it'd be great for people to learn. Well, thanks oh. for inviting us. We yeah, appreciate it. Yeah, most definitely. It. Thank and you and, and so I really much. had a great time. Internet's fuck with the Casey crew. Um, yo, you, you going to bring the kids out uh, for future podcasts, live shows? Uh, probably. Maybe the older ones, if it's a kid-centered topic or yeah, something, might bring one. them in not for their expert one. opinions yeah, maybe the on next, Maybe the next one. The next one, maybe. Next one, maybe. Well, okay. anyway, listen, you know, shouts to uh, Chris and, sh- you know, and the Loudspeakers Network for, uh, you know, hounding you and getting you to do that because... You know, you needed a podcast like that. Most Thank definitely. You, you know, Appreciate other people it. do podcast that are relationship, but you know what I'm thinking? They don't have fucking kids. Don't have fucking <laughs> That's kids. a fact. That changes everything. Mm-hmm. They don't have mm-hmm. kids. But anyway, the Casey Crew that changes everything. Premium P show. Miss Listen knows. Ow. See you next episode. Cheer. Cheer, cheer. Thank you, guys. Internet, make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Also rate us on there. Leave a comment. I love look listen. I love looking at the comments. I love when people leave how they feeling about the show. I, I'm not reading them comments, but definitely leave them because Pete is going to review. And if you are not feeling something, he going to fix it. They're not. Listen, if it's good, bad, whatever. I like, I'm sensitive, I, Pete. I, I know, but listen, I want honesty. <laughs> if I got listen. Could you believe it? Sometimes people say, "Fuck you, Premier Pete." 
And that sometimes people appreciate Premium Pete. But the point is this. Not everyone's going to like what you do. Right. But that doesn't make you stop doing what you do. Okay. So you guys, right now... Go to our iTunes. Don't forget about the SoundCloud. And if you don't have neither one of those, I know we're on Stitcher. Yeah. We're also Googleable. Yeah. So go do that. Yeah, go Check out the Google Premium Play, P Google show. Play. Yeah. Yeah, we on there. Listen, we're on the major pa- uh, podcasts and platforms, as you say. So get on over there. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Rate, subscribe, leave a comment. Appreciate you, Internet. Cheer. Ow.